Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Biggies! And now, here are your hosts, John George and Matt Beebe! Yeah! Alright, we're all here. Uh, I love that announcer guy, he's so cool. Yeah, that announcer guy's really cool. Yeah, he says those lines once a year and then fades out of existence. Yeah, he's really nice. I don't know where Marty found him, but... Yeah, you know, I kind of, I got some beef with Marty right now. Really? Yeah. This is great because we have to do an opening bit. We do. Because it's an award show. Uh, I gave last year, the day after uh, the 2022 Biggies, I gave Marty $200 million. And I said, look, Marty, next year we're going all out. I want (laughs) you to get us a theater. I want you to get us all the biggest stars. Mm -hmm. I want you to get us a full crowd. And Marty ran off. And what did he do? He made some piece of shit called Killers of the Flower Moon. What is that movie even? Come on. He said, I, I got $200 million. You know what that makes? Four hours of movie. <laughs> I heard he tried to go for more, honestly. He man. did. <laughs> and he, he literally, he spent his last dollar and they hit the four hour mark and they said, sorry, Marty, we can't do anything else. Everyone's got to go home. Marty, I like Leo and Jesse Plemons as much as the next guy. But everyone wanted the biggies to be the best, the biggest biggies of all time. They don't care yeah. about your movie. They don't care about Apple TV Plus movies. No one has Apple TV Plus anymore. Ted Lasso fell off. Mm-hmm. Everyone unsubscribed, Marty. Yeah. Everyone's leaving Netflix. That's why he couldn't go back there. Yeah. For the, what, like he did with the Irishman. I mean, what's frustrating to me is I worked hard to get that $200 million in my pocket. Yeah, you did. You work real hard. And now real, through real some, some legal loophole shenanigans. He's, he's just absconded with all my $200 million. Never give him $200 million again, man. He's going to... Yeah, I'm never going to Maybe gonna $100 make, million, but not $200 Maybe $100 million. <laughs> You know, he might be able to be trusted with $100 yeah, million. Maybe, but not 200 That's for sure. He he's going to have to put his movie on, like, uh, on Stars or something. Yeah. With $100 million. <laughs> but, no one watches movies on Stars. Yeah. Showtime and Stars. That's, the the Biggies the will ones. be on Stars next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah. I'd do that. Yeah. Well, We'll have it on stars. And uh, here's the other thing is he spent so much money that we couldn't even get Charlie to produce this year. Yeah. Charlie isn't even here. Yeah. With us. It's not even live. No. What are we doing anymore? <laughs> we, is this podcast? we, as a peek behind the scenes, we just decided that it was better to do this than nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the, and hey, maybe next year the biggies will be back and bigger than ever. Maybe. But for the sake of our sanity and our schedules yeah. this year it's the the small biggies the smallies the smallies the smallies this is hard this is going to be great for all of our longtime fans who've yeah. been around since the very beginning yeah they remember when this was the biggies now, this is a throwback to the first biggies mm-hmm. all right because the first biggies was 2019 i'm pretty sure when yes the movies were great and in my opinion this was the best movie year since 2019, so we had to do a throwback yeah. we to don't, 2019. We don't need the fanfare, because no. the movies can carry us now. Yeah, exactly. This other movies carry us. If the movies suck next year, don't you worry. Mm-hmm. We'll, be, we'll be at the LA Live Microsoft Theater, mm-hmm. sold out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right after the Game Awards. Right, right <laughs> after the Game Awards. and yeah. um, You know... Uh, Actually, we do have one guest. Tar is here. Oh, my God. She answered Tar. my letter. Um, Don't cancel us out there, all right? Tar, she's here. Did, she's a big... Why, why would they cancel us, John? What happened? You haven't heard? No, what? She's, a, a, she's an Islanders fan. 
What? Yeah. Oh my god. That fucking phony. I know. Right? I see her everywhere with that fucking Rangers hat. No, she's like she's Island, some goddamn yeah. Manhattan mother. I'm from Long Island. Yeah. I know my place. Yeah. We root for the Islanders. They're in the hockey playoffs and everything too. It's I mean, it's a bad look. It's Listen. a bad look. She's bandwagoning out of the rain. The Rangers are winning. The Islanders are losing. It seems like she's just a bandwagon. Tara's pretending like she's never been to Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> I mean, come but on. She has. She has. 100%. She has. And they tore that shit down a while ago. But she's old enough to have been there. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. And that's why I've canceled her. Sorry, yeah. Tar. Leave. God, leave. Get out of here. <laughs> Get God, out of last here. year we had to kick Will Smith out. Yeah, now this. That was, a, that was embarrassing, by the way. I can't yeah. believe Will Smith. He's such a nice guy. I know. Kick him out. Such a cool, well-adjusted, nice guy. <sighs> yeah, Hollywood's changing, man. Hollywood's changing. Yeah, for the for the worse for too. The, absolutely. Yeah. For you, you got Marty running off with my two hundred million dollars. Awful. You got Will Smith throwing hands at everyone. Yeah. You have Tar like keeping up appearances by rooting for hockey teams that she's not assigned to. Awful. And, two two uh, dudes named the Daniels taking every award. Not like, even the this? Daniels. This is what really gets me. They're Daniels. Yeah, they're just Daniels. The movie the starts Daniels. and it says Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. What kind of clown circus Come on. are we running out Let's here in Los Angeles? Let's go back to the good old days. Have you ever seen Babylon? Those were the good old days. Those were the good old days. <laughs> Everything was cool and good back then. Yeah. Like, come on. But if, if this if this was the good old days, Babylon would sweep the Oscars. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're back. We're we're killing it with these uh, great awards. I wrote uh, wrote all these this morning, and then you also joined in. And yeah. yeah, so last second biggies. We love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we got some hot nominees this year. Oh my god, so um, many hot nominees, especially for hottest movie. That one's going to be a tough category. There are a lot of big contenders in that there are one. A lot of big contenders in that one. I mean, uh, Martin Scorsese's back with his memorial award for uh, cinematic excellence, and there was a lot of c- cinematic excellence this year. There was. A lot of people agree that all of these movies were cinematic excellence. Oh yeah, um, and we we got we got a couple new uh, new awards in there. You always got to throw in some new awards. So yeah. I'm excited for them. Mm-hmm. We keep the audience on their toes. Every year, you got to have a few decent awards. Yeah. Some new ones. I, that's the problem with the Oscars, honestly. Yeah, they don't... Same awards every year. I mean, what, the best year of the Oscars, they add a bunch of fan-voted categories, best film moment, <laughs> and that's the best Oscars of all time. Oh, maybe we should have added that to our best list. <laughs> since the Oscars won't do biggest fan moment anymore. Flash enters the... The Speed Force would win. Yeah, I, that's I, true. We would have to give it to Flash enters the Speed it's Force because every award show tries it, and... Blast entering the Speed Force just wins every single time. And they're yeah. like, wow, why do we keep doing this? They and, tried it at the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> Flash entered the Speed Force. Yep. It's just going to win any fan voted award. Kids' Choice Awards. I don't know if you've watched it recently, but man, oh, yeah. it is just the Flash entering the Speed Force. The kids <laughs> just keep choosing it. Every every award. Yep. <laughs> Best actor. Yeah. Flash enters the Speed Force. They're like, how are these? <laughs> Everyone yeah. wrote it in. It wasn't even like it's a write-in candidate yeah. for everything. Yeah, these kids, man. If They're it, the it, future. They are the future. They are the kids of the future. We're uh, currently in that Marvel superhero era of Hollywood. The next era of Hollywood will be Flash Enters the Speed Force. Yeah, of course. And uh, then we, we have a, a Flash movie this year. In a hundred years, the next Damien Chazelle 
we'll make a movie about like, <laughs> Flash entering the Speed Force. Oh, oh my God. Imagine in a hundred years, some like new film major yeah. at college goes back, sees that award, and is like, oh my God, what is this? I have I must see this movie, Justice League. I have to League. tell this story. <laughs> he watches it. He's like, oh my God, this is cinematic excellence. Yeah. Flash has entered the Speed Force. This is insane. <laughs> yeah. I just like... That would be so good, a Babylon-style movie, but, like, with Joss Whedon and Zack Snyder (laughs) (laughs) making the Justice League movie. Jesus Christ. And Zack coming back to do his own version. Yeah, there's got to be... My YouTube recommended was a bunch of Babylon-style endings for a while there. Mm. There's got to be one for, like, the MCU or some shit that someone made. Or just for Flash and Dreams. Yeah, just Flash. (laughs) It's just that over and over again, and the guys, it just cuts back to him just, like, like crying. crying. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? Um, Yeah. Should we uh, get into some awards? Uh... Yeah, let's... Do uh, we just do it in the order of this of this freaking sheet? I think usually? that's what we usually do. Okay. okay. So let's just kick it off with, with Marty's every award. Marty's favorite award. Um, the one that didn't cost $200 million. No. The Martin Scorsese Memorial Award for Cinematic Excellence. Mm-hmm. The nominees this year are Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Bullet Train, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, my God. I, Marty's tearing up in there. He, I think he just remembered yeah. that scene from Chippendale. He's tearing up outside because I won't let him in. Oh, yeah. He's he's outside on the balcony, actually. Yeah. But, um, yeah, five great. I mean, you, you got three Marvel, three Marvels in there, three mm-hmm. good MCUs. And, of course, Marty always says those are his favorites. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think it'll be it'll be tough for uh, us to choose between those three because he just loves all three of them pretty equally yeah like they're his kids almost marty was whispering in my ear before though that he was a big fan of bullet train oh yeah he loves trains bullet train is like a movie marty wishes he could direct (laughs) (laughs) that's gotta be clipped out somewhere (laughs) i mean look has marty worked with brad pitt he must have right uh Maybe not. yeah i don't know has brad pitt been in a martin scorsese film we're gonna have to find this out right, right now because that's gonna that's gonna be a big deciding factor here yeah i'll look it up um if you want to talk about your favorite movie chippendale rescue rangers which you didn't Listen, see i i've seen the memes i've seen ugly sonic <laughs> and he, that's all you need to see that's the best part of the movie and as far as i'm concerned the only part of the movie yeah. I know they imply in, in the film that you get surgery to become a CG sort of they animal. Do. They do. So that's kind of a, like a body horror thing. I feel like maybe sequel, we get David Cronenberg or Brandon Cronenberg Yeah, we should get there. Brandon on, on Chippendale too. Yeah, we sort of see the really horrifying intricacies of turning a cartoon character into a CG sort of model. I agree, I agree. Okay, Brad Pitt was in a short directed by Martin Scorsese. Okay. Called The Audition, 16 minutes long. Mm, okay. And that's it. That's freaking it. What year was that? Oh, no, wait. Oh, 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 wait, no. Brad Pitt... um, okay, I'm si- actors who refuse to be in Martin Scorsese movies. Is Brad Pitt <laughs> oh, shit. one of them? Are we discovering beef? We're discovering a beef, so uh, would Marty even like Bullet Train? I think uh, apparently Brad Pitt was supposed to be in The Departed, and then Pitt didn't want to be because it wasn't... He wanted to be playing the lead role. 
but he wasn't oh. getting the lead role. <laughs> wow, that's that's some pretty serious beef. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is. Sorry, See, Brad and Marty. Yeah, they don't like each other. That'll be in the the hundred year from now movie. It'll be one scene where uh, Brad Pitt goes to Martin Scorsese. He's like, "Hey, can I be the lead in the Departed?" Departed. And Marty's like, "No, goes, okay." And he leaves. No, nope. the movie's yeah. gonna be three and a half hours long. I can't believe. So. It. Come on, Brad. Brad, you can't be the lead in the Departed. This is a movie of Boston people. That's true. Talking in Boston accents, and I haven't heard you talking a Boston accent once, Brad Pitt. No, I think it's it, Brad Pitt can only play either like Southerners or California dudes. Yep, that's it. That's it for Brad Pitt. I mean, Billy Bean, Oakland A's, come on. Yeah. Cal- uh, the Lieutenant Aldo Rain from the South. Yeah, come on. Uh, That's it for Brad. Yeah. He, he doesn't have range. He's got no range. That's what people say about Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, God, I'm I'm honestly torn I'm between Bullet Train and Chippendale for this one. Yeah, I mean, I think even Marty agrees. Marvel has not been on their game no. this last year. Yeah, no. I think... I think uh, those three, he just he yeah. he would discard those three. Unfortunately, yeah, you know what year. really killed it was that at the end of Black Panther, they have that uh, montage showing you know Chaz, Chadwick Boseman a nice uh, sort of homage to him. And mm. uh, I was in the theater with Marty, and when that montage came up, Marty just went, "Who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Everyone not in the theater good. started booing us. Yeah, like, that's weird. And yeah. then and then. Marty went, why are you booing me? I'm right. And yeah, you're like, what? Like, what do you mean? How can I dare be any right? of you to name that guy. Who is he? <laughs> Who is that guy? No one even knows. <laughs> you know, I feel like and this might be some of my bias for not having seen Chippendale. I feel like Marty would just be all in on the bullet train. Yeah, no, I think bullet train is Marty's. That That's just the choice here yeah. for Marty. Marty would watch bullet train. With his daughters, with his mm-hmm. nephews, with his aunts, his uncle. He would show it to all his family and he'd say, this is what films are about. He's like, you see, I, I don't know how they make these movies. Like, there's not like an Italian guy in it. Yeah. So that's weird. Yeah. He'd be weirded out by that. Yeah. Also, there's this made up country they got in it where the trains are as fast as a bullet. And yeah. I don't know how you come up with that. But that's J- crazy. Japan? What the heck is this? Yeah. I don't know what this is. Um yeah, Marty, Bullet Train. He just discovered, uh, this is his first, uh, he called it anime. I was like, it's not, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not anime. But I, like, I, I got to watch more of this anime stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he hadn't seen any Japanese style movies. I was yeah. like, okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But all right. <laughs> uh, well, uh, unfortunately, Marty's been kicked out. And <laughs> Marty also told Brad Pitt he couldn't star in the biggies. So he's not here to accept the award. <sighs> so to accept the award in his place will be John George. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm here to accept uh, Martin Scorsese Memorial Award. for. I mean, this is just, this is the best award of this show. Um, And uh, much like Bullet Train, which is the best movie in this show, Mm -hmm. I will be accepting this uh, beautiful award. Um, But Bullet Train has its twists and turns, baby. And that's why I don't accept this award. Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm putting this award, I'm giving it back to Marty. Because I don't want the award. Oh, he just threw the... And what's that? Marty just took off his mask. It's actually Michael Shannon. Oh, my God. It's a big third act reveal. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now Michael Shannon has the award. He's rappelling down the side of your apartment building. Actually, I do want the award now. Oh, my God. Michael Shannon just got hit by a train. Oh, give me that. And now I I grab the award back. Thank you so much. I wanted the award the whole time. (laughs) That's... That's cinema. <laughs> wow, we just wrote Bullet Train too. That sounded like it was written by AI, honestly. Yeah, 
probably was. <laughs> Honestly, maybe in, later in the show we'll have AI write an acceptance speech. Yeah, yeah, we should have. Yeah. I should have wrote one. Um, I do have a good podcast idea, like AI table reads. We just uh, table read. We should actually do that. We should table read AI scripts. <laughs> that would be, be so great. Funny. We just have to find one that doesn't destroy every script it writes. So sick of it. So yeah. sick of it. All right. Well, we got to move on to our next category. And this is a very important category. Um, just because it's actually one of our serious ones. This is Best Actor. Do you want to read the nominees? Yeah. Uh, for Best Actor this year, we have Ki Hui Kwan from uh, Everything Everywhere All, All at Once, Colin Farrell from Banshees of Inisherin, Paul Mescal from Atterson, uh, Rob Pat from The Batman, Jake Sully, Avatar, The Way of Water, and then the RRR Brothers from RRR. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I... Have not seen all of RRR. No. I know that there's the RRR brothers, even though they're not brothers in real life or in the movie. I know the super (laughs) RRR brothers. And I've seen enough of this movie to get like a pretty good gauge on their acting, which is really good. Of course, the standout is how hard they go during Natsu Natsu. Oh, yeah. They go go hard. They got some good choreography. Put them in a John Wick movie. Honestly, now that you said the Super RRR Brothers, that was the real Mario movie to me. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That was the real Mario movie. If only they would have gone that hard at the Mm -hmm. Mario movie. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can talk about Jake Sully real quick. Yeah. Uh, Hasn't been in a movie since 2009, I don't think. And he's back. He's finally... He was in... um, his real name's not Jake Sully, but I can't remember it. Yeah, no, it's Jake. Um, Sully. He it's is Jake, Jake Sully. Sully now. He was in that Clash of the Titans movie right after Avatar, and I think that destroyed his career. Okay, um, that's fair, man, and that's why this is a nominee. This is such a big comeback for this guy, Jake Sully. This is a back. massive comeback for Jake Sully. I think Avatar's only nomination this year. Uh, I put. I think it's in best uh, oh, okay. series of movies, moving images. I see. Yes, it is. Okay. We don't have any technical awards because you know. We have no respect for those people, even Listen, though we both edit videos. Yeah, no, I have no. I'm literally dating a person in VFX, and I would not. I don't. I don't cast any respect on those goddamn no. code monkeys. No, it's all about the people in front of the camera. Oh, let's fill a big pool full of water and create a new kind of motion capture that works underwater. Boring. Like, whatever, dude. Boring. I just want to see a bullet train. Yeah. And Brad Pitt. And that so, was a real bullet train, that too. That was. There was no VFX involved in that. That's movie. why Marty liked it so much. He hates when they use computers. Oh, he hates it. It was all practical. They, oh, they, yeah. got, they went on a real bullet train. Mm-hmm. They did all of that stuff. They did it all for real. Uh, Jake Sully, great great performance. My God. Yeah. Definitely the most interesting character in that movie. Yeah. By I mean, far. Carries, carries Avatar the way of water. Mm-hmm. Every time he's on screen, I clapped, teared, shit, pissed, mm-hmm. and, yeah. <laughs> and came. And came. And yeah. Just a beautiful performance. Yeah. Uh, uh, that being said, I don't know if there's any other choice than Ki Hui Kwan. Yeah. Um, I like Paul Mascal. His performance is great. That would be the only one close for me. Okay. But I think it's Ki Hui Kwan. Um, who won the he won in real life, guys. Yeah, he did so win he in real life. Him. So this is a bit of a double win for him, which like no one likes to see that. Yeah, everyone likes to see the underdog. Yeah, and that is Jake Sully. <laughs> and unfortunately, he will remain the underdog <laughs> yeah, no. until Avatar three. All right, uh, Kihuei Kwan here, uh, here to accept it in his uh, stead is Mr. Matt Beebe. Oh, okay. Um, well, first, I'd like to thank the Academy 
for giving uh, Mr. Kwan the actual Oscar. Yeah. Uh, real chill of them. They didn't have to do that. They probably wouldn't have done that if this were like five years ago. Oh, absolutely wouldn't. Um, but this award really goes to Short Round. Yeah. And we don't, we don't talk enough about how Short Round is literally the best part of that dog shit movie. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> Haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited. That's why. Which one? Which Indiana Jones have you seen? Just the first one. Okay. That's the best one. I it think. is great. It is um, great. It kind of doesn't motivate you to watch the rest. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I, I came on strong. It's not like a dog shit movie. Okay. Temple of Doom is definitely the worst one. It's got Steven Spielberg's wife in it. She's annoying as shit. Um, I already watched The Fablemans, so. I don't yeah, know. exactly. I already well, know enough about his family. <laughs> not, uh, she, I don't, this woman was not featured in The Fablemans, but I feel like they should have given her a cameo or something. Yeah, probably. She's a huge part of um, Indiana Jones. <laughs> but yeah, listen. You go watch Temple of Doom, and you're like, this whole movie's kind of ridiculous and annoying, and maybe a little bit steeped in racism. But Kihei Kwan and that whole movie is like the glowing orb of, of happiness that you get out of it. Everything he does is amazing, and it is a crime that when they were like, let's make old man Indiana Jones, they didn't just bring him back. Yeah. Because that movie literally sets him up to be the next Indiana Jones. Oh my God. They yeah, just, that's ridiculous. So this one's, this win at the biggies is really more of a fuck you to Hollywood. Yeah, fuck you. For not letting this man be Indiana Jones. And now he gets to be a winner. Yeah. And you all are losers. Yeah. Every single one of you who denied him. Yeah. Dude, he's a, he was a great kid actor. In the Goonies, mm -hmm. loved him in the Goonies. He's just a great actor, as it turns out. Yeah. Any age. When he's an adult. Also good at acting. Although I guess we don't know that. Maybe he was really bad at acting when he was like 23 yeah, or something. Yeah, true. That's why he had no roles. Yeah. <laughs> he, had we, to, he had to age like fine wine. And then, yeah. Then he uh, got back into it. But yeah, thank you to me and John for this incredible award. I'm sure when we mail him his award, he's going to put it right on the shelf next to his Oscar. Yeah. And we'll get like a Twitter reaction mm -hmm. of like his Zoom call where he watched us. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I want... Here's another sports thing. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if we found out that Short Round was actually a Yankees fan? Oh, God. Because he wears a Mets hat that whole movie. Oh, yeah. He's definitely got to be. But I, but it doesn't work as well. Because yeah. people would pretend to be Yankees fans and then actually be a Mets fan. That's yeah. true, yeah. The Yankees are equivalent to the Rangers. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to be a dirty Queens Mets fan. Yeah, I know. What's, what's fucked up about New York sports is that every sports team in New York, there's two, there's two of them. Yeah, they got to have two. Football, hockey... They gotta have two of them, baby. Baseball, they gotta have two of them. And you know what's fucked up is that like the only reason they do that, and I guarantee you this is the only reason, is because New Jersey's got to root for someone. Yeah, exactly. New Jersey's right there. I mean, they in have, hockey they got three of them because they have a New Jersey team. They got the Rangers, yeah, got the, the Islanders, and the Devils. Yeah. Why do you get three? The tri-state area gets three. Yeah, That's I mean, I guess Connecticut doesn't have hockey, right? So no, they don't. Maybe college hockey. And then, well, technically, the New York Jets and Giants both play in New Jersey, so they, they don't even have like a real yeah. New York team. Listen, I'm not, I'm not happy about New Jersey clinging on to all of this New yeah, York stuff. Like, oh, we're New York too. No, yeah. you're New Jersey. No, you're New Jersey. Yeah. You can't drive a car. You got to deal with it. Yeah, get and your own sports team. Don't give me the excuse of like, oh, football stadium. We can't build it in Manhattan. That's too big. Yeah, like, come on, just build it there. Yeah, be a true city. Just build New York's <laughs> next sports stadium in like. Uh, like Utica. Yeah. Just right in the middle of upstate yeah, exactly. where no one can get to it. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, LA is football stadiums in Inglewood. Like, come on. 
Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> LA doesn't care about football, all right? New York pretends they care about football. We don't pretend. Everyone yeah. here doesn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, all right. Next award, we have Best Actress. And this one is actually going to be really difficult. Oh, boy. Um, our nominees for Best Actress are Tar from Tar. Love Tar. Michelle Yeoh from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, boy. Stephanie Hsu from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Rachel Sennett from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Jenny from Banshees of Inishirin. And Tall Girl from Tall Girl 2. Wow. That oh, just when I thought it couldn't get harder, you named it's, Tall Girl from Tall Girl 2. And did I, Tall Girl 2 come out last year? It did. Wow. Uh, beginning of last year. And, uh, you know, everyone forgot about it because it was the beginning. But <laughs> Talk about a stacked year. Yeah. I mean, it kind of just got lost in the sauce. And it, mm-hmm. it was one of the best movies of last year. Didn't get any love, for sure. Uh, if you don't know who Jenny is, that is uh, the donkey. Yep, Jenny the donkey. We gotta we gotta throw in an animal as usual. I don't know. I don't think it's one of. It is a tear jerking performance. I don't. I don't think it reaches the heights of some of our past animal performers. Unfortunately, we've had some strong animals. The last we had a few seagull years. at some point. That is just my favorite performance. Seagull was the first one. Yeah. That was 2019. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. We had Pig from the Pig from Pig. Pig, pig. pig from Pig, yeah. Barely in the movie, but still yeah. amazing. Stellar performance. Yes. Um, I can't remember what else, what was the year before. Yeah, me was, neither. There must have been something. There was there has always been animal. I have made sure of it. Yeah. And I put another There there are a bunch of donkeys this year. Uh if you've heard of, if you've heard of EO, uh that's a whole movie about a fucking the donkey's yep. the main character and they had apparently six donkeys to play that one donkey wow so i was gonna do a whole best donkey category <laughs> just <laughs> six different donkeys even though i don't know at what point in the movie was which donkey uh, i would have just guessed and then i would have been like oh it's it's probably this was the best eo donkey they should just start doing that with human actors <laughs> just have, like the main character of the movie like six different white dudes six different white dudes yeah just the, all the chrises just have a movie yeah. where all the chrises play the same character <laughs> they're all the same guy no one acknowledges when they're swapped in or out Mm-mm. and uh, <laughs> yeah you know what that's pretty that's pretty racist towards animals that were just like oh they all look the same yeah exactly right <laughs> you know you're like oh you should like yeah they're all donkeys so, like they can no all one, act i mean i didn't i thought it was all the same donkey yeah. right they did pretty well honestly that might s- solve some problems for like breaking into hollywood because you know it's so hard to become an actor these days yeah and i guess it was hard to become an actor forever but like now especially <laughs> just like make some movies where we treat the actors like a movie animal <laughs> and just have yeah. have it so we have like back we need like a full bench of actors we need this to be like sports all right we exactly. have a starting lineup and we have a bench and we have a supporting character yeah. and maybe you get the a-lister he's like the a-string guy yeah, you know yeah. and then when he gets tired on yeah. set he just they call in the sub yeah we need a hockey we need it to be like hockey we need some lines we need some like you know in the middle mm-hmm. middle of the coach will be like all right line change line change and yeah then yeah like quickly switch no yeah one will tag in and tag out yeah and it's then, like wrestling as well yeah <laughs> if um one of the actors like gets a little too rowdy during their take they'll throw a yellow flag on the field and yeah yeah exactly they'll have to go in the penalty box yeah Cle- clearly <laughs> our push for the biggies this year is just to, for the show to be about sports now yeah so basically we, this we've is completely, the sports year <laughs> yeah we need the we need a sports award show mm-hmm. um all right yeah this uh, this is this cat i think we're just avoiding talking about this very difficult category baby yeah. because there are some uh, legendary performances here. And even when we watched the Oscars together, I think we were very torn yeah. on these top two picks Absolutely. Here. My thing is like, 
I want to give a shout out to Rachel Sennett because I don't think she's going to win this. Oh, one. no, she's not going to win. <laughs> but, it. but I had to throw her on there. Absolutely. The highlight of Bodies, Bodies, Bodies absolutely. was this girl's character. Absolutely. Um, I need, we need her on our podcast because she oh, yeah. defended podcasts to Absolutely. Death, a hero to all podcasts <laughs> in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It's a lot of work. You know, you yeah. got to set up the Google calendar and mm-hmm. everything. It's a lot of work, right? So uh, shout out to Rachel. Oh, yeah. Um, this also, it's crazy because like Kate Blanchett, kind, like she invented acting yeah. to play Tar. She really did. No one acted before Tar, and we didn't even know it. I didn't even know what an actor was until I saw Tar, and I was like, that's what it is, huh? Yeah. That's what it is. We finally figured it out. I the, figured it out. The equation has been solved. It's it's unbelievable that Todd Field just hired this person, and she taught she taught him. Yeah. She taught him what acting was. Mm-hmm. She, sat, sat, she sat him down and was like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pretend to be another person. <laughs> He's like, not wait, me. no, that's lying. <laughs> it's like, no, no just no, watch, just watch, just watch. And then Todd Field was like, oh my God, yeah. this is brilliant. Yeah. It's Lydia Tarr. He's like, wow, I got I to gotta make a movie about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, if you have, it's between Tarr and, uh, yo, at this point. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Stephanie did great as well. Stephanie did great. I honestly, like, maybe almost prefer her over Michelle Yeoh in that movie, particularly. Yeah. I think it's debatable, for sure. Yeah. I think everyone in that movie kills it, by Yeah, the way. there's no it, bad... Insane performances. ...acting in that movie. Um, yeah. This... I don't want to metagame this award show. <laughs> but, like... Kate Blanchett got shafted, not got shafted at the Oscars. She didn't win. Yeah. Um, Michelle Yeoh, like, absolutely deserved that win. Yeah. But if we just throw Tar sort of a bone here, yeah, the then pl- we don't have to throw her a bone later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. We don't have to throw her any bones. She's, she deserves a bone. She definitely deserves a bone. Mm-hmm. And if this were a year ago, the year before, um, 2020... This is like such. Both of these performances are nuts. Michelle Yeoh mainly. I mean, she's just on like a a tour of like she hasn't won one Mm -hmm. given to her. Yeah. But Kate Blanchett is like, I I think it was the best performance this year. I do too. I think it's one of the best performances I've ever seen. It's ultimately like what makes that movie. Yeah. Other than the ending, which is you know. Yeah. Um, But but it's yeah. It's like I mean it's a character study movie, Mm -hmm. and the acting has to be. She really like, good for her movie. acting was so good. She like Ben Shapiro'd my ass. <laughs> Honestly, you she know, did. <laughs> when those like dumbass kids are like, oh, Ben Shapiro really has a point. You're like, you're a stupid fucking kid. And then yeah. you watch this movie and for a second, you're like, oh my God, yeah. she has a point. <laughs> she just owned a college student. Yeah. I'm on her side. That's just such a, it's such a, such a memorable moment in the movie theater during that scene. When I know. Everyone in the theater is like, yeah, let's fucking go. Like, yeah. get on, dumb college student. And then the movie keeps going on and then and the audience is like, fuck. Fuck. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> why, did, why was I rooting for her at any point? Yeah, it's like, and it's good that we can come out of the Because you know there's someone who came out of that movie and like didn't get it yeah exactly oh absolutely like, i can't believe they did that to tar yeah <laughs> why did they cancel her she didn't do anything it's like how people watch always sunny and don't understand yeah, exactly that the main characters are the bad people yep and they're like yeah um i want to yeah. live their life 
So I, I mean, we have to give it to, to Tar uh, for inventing acting. And unfortunately we had to kick her out of the theater for lying about her sports allegiance. Mm-hmm. So to accept the award in her stead will be John George. Hello, hello everyone. I'm here to accept uh, the award for best actress for Tar. Um, this is nothing for her. Let's be clear. She's an <laughs> EGOT winner. She doesn't give a she's shit. She's already gotten. Well, no, now she's an EBGOT winner. EBGOT. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. Or a BGOT. Yeah. BGOT. She's a BGOT winner. <laughs> she's a, she is now a BGOT winner. She has completed the, uh, the what is the, how do you say five? Quintuple? Qu- uh, yeah, Qu- it's not a trifecta. It's a quinfecta. Quinfecta. Yeah. She's completed the quinfecta. And I think she's unofficially, or she's officially uncanceled. Yeah, what she told me to write on here uh, because <laughs> of, because of getting this award, she is now good in yeah. the eyes of the public. So everyone could chill and kind of just forget about what happened because she won an award, and uh, we'll move on. Yeah, I mean, what'd she even do? I, I, sh- I can't even remember at this yeah, point. Name one thing she did wrong. You can't acted too good. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> was too good of a of a what does she do again composer she's i i think she's a conductor conductor mainly yeah. yes i mean listen have you not heard the monster hunter world soundtrack oh it's so good it's proof a of a hero come on it's a banger yeah what was that what was that thing i sent you that todd field said oh yeah he loves he actually does play monster Hunter. yes world. he, he is a it. fan of monster hunter <laughs> which made me really happy yeah, yeah he wasn't just throwing in some random video game yeah it's one he likes <laughs> uh, yeah that's great yeah uh, all Congrats, right, Tar. A brand new category for this year. So excited for this one. This is a good one. This is one we've needed for a while. Now that we're just seeing yeah. these, we're seeing these guys pop up everywhere. They've always been popping up everywhere. I don't know if th- this might be the first year where they've all popped up at the same time. Yeah. Oh, they're all popping up at the same time. And I will. Here's a little spoiler for next year. Mm-hmm. There's another Skarsgård. All right, this is the best Skarsgård. There's another Skarsgård who mm-hmm. will be appearing in two films, one of those being Oppenheimer. Oh, shit. I can't remember what his name is, but it's the other Skarsgård brother who has only <laughs> acted in Vikings, the TV show so far. Oh, okay. And he is now going to be in Oppenheimer. That's so fucking hype. Yeah. We're finally going to like complete the collection. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting time. I mean, we've, we've already had one Skarsgård this year. Um in John Wick mm-hmm. as well. But that's next year. We got to focus on 2022's Skarsgård action. Mm-hmm. The three Skarsgårds. The three nominees for best Skarsgård are Alexander from The Northman, Bill from Barbarian, and Stellan from Thor, Love and Thunder. Now, if you told me to name the character that Stellan plays in Thor, Love and Thunder with a gun to my head, I would tell you to just shoot me. <laughs> And you would be dead. Yeah, I have. I you wrote this list earlier today, and I saw that, and I was like, I'm gonna have to take your word for that. I'm gonna have to take my own word. I couldn't even tell you who he played. Yeah, but uh, it showed up on Letterboxd, and I said, okay, I'll put that on there. <laughs> um, let me. <laughs> I could go, is it better we just don't know, or what? I, I feel like he played someone we knew. Yeah, I mean, he I feel have. like I just want to know because it's funnier because it's probably some character who no one remembers. Eric Selvig. Oh, Eric Selvig? Do you know who that no. is? No. <laughs> who the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> who the fuck Eric Selvig? So, oh, Eric Selvig. Oh, fucking my favorite comic book dude, character. Dude, my favorite Marvel character. Oh, Eric? Are He's you a kidding professor, me? Professor Eric Selvig. 
So he's a renowned astropsychiatrist okay. and author of professor of theor of theoretical astrophysics at Culver University. I do remember now who this character is. I didn't realize he showed up in this one because he was at least in the first two Thor movies, I think. Okay. And he what was did he not do in this third. one? I don't remember. What I, he's just one. like a crazy astrophysicist who like discovers that Asgard exists. He like Natalie Portman works for him. I think. Oh, that's so there's probably a scene with him and Portman. Yeah. At the beginning of the movie or something. Yeah. So yeah, really good performance. We clearly, mm. uh, clearly stuck in our minds very well. Yeah. Um, very important performance for sort of the history of cinema. Yeah. Um, um but can it compare to these next two? No. Great Objectively, roles? no. <laughs> <laughs> Objectively, unfortunately, no. Uh, I was going to put Andor for a second. Apparently, he was an Andor. Oh, he was an Andor. That's a much better role. No. He I was, like this one better. Like yeah. No, we're sticking with Eric. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Andor. Yeah. Eric's great. <laughs> He's actually really good in Andor, but no, sorry. Nominated. Not a movie. So yeah, that's not a movie, boys. That's a, that's a, that's a TV show. I don't yeah. give a shit about that. We're not the Golden Globes here, all right? No. We don't, we don't go outside our box. No. Um, so this is tough because Bill, only in like the first third of, uh, of Barbarian. But he does play a significant role in how the movie plays out. That's true. He is a very key to this movie mm-hmm. and the marketing of the movie and what it made us think of the movie. That is true because like I remember when the trailers came out for this and it had like Bill Skarsgård plastered all over it because mm-hmm. he's the big star. And then it would say from a producer of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's trying to trick you into thinking this is the bad guy. Bill, yeah. Bill's he usually plays a creepy clown, mm-hmm. the it clown. And now he's going to now he's going to scare me in this movie about Airbnbs. Yeah. Um, the trailer that was bad almost on purpose. Yeah. It made a trailer that made the movie better because it was a bad trailer. Yeah. Basically. Um, um, so he's a huge, I mean, and if you don't know what happens to Barbarian by now, and so he's a, he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah. He's just like a cool art dude. <laughs> yeah. He's, a, he's just a cool guy. Not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I like his performance, but he is only in the first third. Mm. Uh, and then you got Alexander who he got a, he got a starring role this yeah. year in the Northman, a movie we haven't talked about in a while. Didn't get any awards love, but it's pretty yeah. good. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's unfortunate. No one saw it. Yeah. And that Robert Egger, I mean, he's making Nosferatu next. Yeah, he's on to Nosferatu. I mean, yeah, Northman was fun. It was his mm-hmm. first, like, big budget, first and only big budget movie. Yeah. And he had a good time with it. it yeah, I mean, one. Alexander puts in a lot of work. He's got to pretend to be a wolf. Yeah, good howls. Good yeah. howls from him. I like those howls. He's got to, like, growl and fart and yeah. scream. Scream. He's really got to be a gross, disgusting human being. And he's 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 an attractive man who's not gross usually. Yeah. So that was really tough for him, I would imagine. That is, like, honestly where Bill deceived us because he's a creepy clown. Mm-hmm. Alexander deceived us because he's hot. Yeah. And then halfway through the movie, True. they make him really not hot. That is the complaint. Even Serena had that complaint. Yes. She was like, oh, I'm ex- there's a Skarsgård. I'm expecting a hot, attractive yeah. Viking man. To and then they give him hot. a bowl cut and yeah. put him in like a wool shirt. <laughs> and had him <laughs> fart and howl and scream. And yeah. maybe some girls are into that. Maybe some guys are into that. Anyone could be into it. But I think a majority of the casual audience wasn't as into it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's such like 
that's such a Robert Eggers move to be like, <laughs> let me show you history in a way that's like accurate to the point where it's uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is why I love Robert Eggers. He's like, this is just going to be, I'm not going to sugarcoat history. Yeah. Here. Robert Eggers is the guy who like shows up to the civil war reenactment dressed up as a slave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, remember this is what this is about. He's like, fucking with me, fucking yeah. destroy me. Right. Yeah. Now. <laughs> He's like, get brutal. This is, you remember, you guys are doing this because you want to own people as property. <laughs> Let's remember that, all yeah. right? This isn't some fun little war game here, guys. This is because of people. You want to you want to own me. Um, I love it. This is honestly tough because I love both Alexander and Bill in these movies. They're both great. I I, I don't know. Just for I think just for the uh, starring role, I have to almost give it my vote to Alexander. I I think I I would he just also. Did he just put more work in. He he did, and I I love that Bill was willing to basically be like, yeah, I look like a freaky clown murderer. <laughs> I'll be your red herring. Yeah. But Alexander, he put in the work. He got jacked. Oh yeah. He got disgusting. Yeah. Bill did um, not. Bill was just himself. You he know? played some kind of Viking Quidditch game. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that uh, scene, I forgot about that scene. Yeah, me too. I just what remembered a, it like right now. That movie, I kind of want to rewatch that. I movie. want to rewatch it too. It's a really good movie. That movie slaps. Um, so yeah, congratulations, Alexander Skarsgård, for wow. demolishing your brother and your father, I think? Yeah, Stellan's the father. Yeah. He's the father. Well, until Stellan is in Mamma Mia 3, and then he will obviously oh, yeah. sweep. There's no way he, he wouldn't sweep. Yeah. Um, Do you want to accept the award for yeah. Alexander? Alexander was busy at Wolf Club, yeah. so I'll be here in his stead. Uh, this award goes out to all my nasty boys. You know, <laughs> for it. a long time, we were not represented in media. You know, people and a lot of people have been like, "Oh, where's my non-binary characters? Where's my, you know, queer representation? My POC representation? You know what? The nasty boys—they <laughs> don't even talk about us. No one has complained. You about know, that. there's not a march yeah. for the nasty boys. I haven't seen one yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. No nasty so boy this, pride or anything. <laughs> this is actually a rallying call. I've decided. <laughs> I'm I'm setting a date on 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 September. <laughs> Oh, are you about to say 11th? <laughs> On September 11th. <laughs> so, that's, that, are you sure you want to pick that date? It's too Alexander. late now. I'm all in on, <laughs> all in on September we're all, 11th. We're marching on Washington, boys. <laughs> <laughs> no one shower for a week. No deodorant. And we're showing up to, the, to the monuments. Where are your grossest wolf pelt? And we're we're taking the Washington Mall, baby. We're filling Ground Zero with mud, and diving <laughs> Listen, in. Listen, <laughs> the Pentagon's getting hit again. <laughs> the nasty boys are out. In Shrek full force. will be there. He is the best nasty boy. He is our patron saint. <laughs> September eleventh. Just went all in on that date. Yeah, I yeah. mean, <laughs> I was trying to name a month. You know what's really bad about that is in my brain is I was gonna say June, yeah. and in my head I was like, I have to go to a wedding in June. <laughs> <laughs> like you were actually like, I don't want to. 
to the nasty boys. I don't like, want to make a promise yeah. I cannot keep right like, now. Yeah, I don't want to overcommit myself. <laughs> I'm actually busy. But September 11th, I am not busy. Yeah, I've got so. no plans. <laughs> so let's do that day. It should be free. It should be free on September 11th. Well... Wow. What a speech! That might be the best speech in Biggie's history. Yeah, oh my God. Was, wow. Um, I think maybe I might be added to one of these categories <laughs> later. I uh, think you definitely should be. I, yeah, we'll yeah. Um, we'll get there though. Yeah. Uh, right now we got to get a little hot. You know, a little hot and heavy. I'm I'm hot under sexy. the collar already. Oh boy. Um, every year we got the chubby for the mm. hottest movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this year. I mean, there's some bangers. Speaking of nasty boys. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's what the movie should have been called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the nominees for The Chubby this year are Bones and All, The Northman, Men, Triangle of Sadness, and then The Fablements. Mm. Oh, my God. So hot. All five of these really hot. Uh, there are some of them, a lot of them just go into that real like nasty boy kink you know mm-hmm. you got northman we already mentioned uh farting howling shit like that yeah you got triangle of sadness some oh my god some great uh some great c6 scenes yeah so hot some really good prostitution implication scenes at the end not even really hot i guess yeah i guess prostitution she's kind of paying him yeah yeah it's more it's more like a coercion yeah coercion more of a crime than prostitution kinky really. as hell yeah, sure. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, maybe it's a crime but it's it's hot to someone it's definitely hot to <laughs> they someone. should be in jail though and that's what we're representing the people who are in jail <laughs> and think things that we gotta represent yeah. all kinks here yeah absolutely we don't kink shame anyone yeah even when maybe we, we should we think we think they should go to jail but we won't kink shame <laughs> yeah <laughs> they can still have that kink in jail away yeah, from away as from long me. as they don't hurt people yeah um bones and all uh actually really beautiful romantic movie but with some very gross stuff in they eat people the bones are not boners, boners no it's actually it's bones i just convinced myself in my mind i was like wait was there a scene where he eats a boner and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no actually there wasn't <laughs> was I, like, that would have been a good scene <laughs> there was a scene where he ate a boner everyone we talked you know he fucked a peach in his first movie yeah this time he eats a fucking boner and they show <laughs> show him biting a dick that's like a south park like <laughs> If they ever make fun of Timothy Chalamet on South Park, they'll be like, dude, Timothy Chalamet ate a boner. <laughs> that would be absolutely the South Park episode. Yeah. Um, men, very sexy last sequence for men. Yeah, really hot. Really answers the question, what if man had vagina yeah. and gave birth to his own self? Yep. And that's, I mean, I'm looking up that porn all the time to try to find mm-hmm. it. And, and now we finally got it in a movie. Yeah. And you know what gets me hotter than anything else? What? Divorce. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Especially when that divorce is an affair with Seth Rogen. Oh, my. God. That's the hardest part about the movie. You know what would have pushed it over the edge is if we had just gotten the Seth Rogen threesome scene. Oh, my God. Please. Michelle Williams, Paul Dano. Where's the deleted Seth scene? Seth Rogen. Where's the deleted scene? You know he filmed it. Yeah. Steven, he doesn't. He goes all out. It doesn't yeah. make him uncomfortable reliving that event. <laughs> Paul Dano gets the script. And he's like, 
Yeah, Stephen, this is great. I just want to talk about this one scene I'm reading in here where it says, me and Seth Rogen go to town on your mom. It says my mom yeah, in the script says, here. It says Paul Dano and Seth Rogen go to town on my mom. It doesn't like, call us by our character name. It just says us as actors. It's like, second. oh, Paul, you know, so much goes in and out of the movie. Who knows what goes in on the cutting room floor? We got to get everything, though. We got to film it. We got to make sure, just in case we could use it, you know? Gotta, gotta, God, five great movies. Um, <sighs> it's so hard because like Cats ruined this award. Yeah, it really literally did. the first ever winner, and really the winner of all time. Yeah, like none of these, none of these reaches the levels of Cats. Um, and how hot and horny that theater was with that yeah. old man in it, <laughs> that single old man. Yeah. Um, I feel like. If we're going for that sort of raw sexuality that Cats had, I I don't want to say the Northman again. I'm down for the Northman. But I feel like it might be the Northman. I think it might be the Northman. It's just pure sexual raw energy. There's like... Pure human. It's just humanity all at these, its raw level. All these other movies hot. have like hotness as like... an like a one part element to the movie. Yeah, the whole movie isn't hot. Northman but is just natural. Horse, horseman. Uh, <laughs> no, Bojack Northman, Horseman. Right? Uh, the, the Northman is sort of entirely erotic. Yeah. Not for the right reasons, mind you. Mm-hmm. And not for most of the public. Yeah. But I think we're getting another trophy for the Nasty Boys. I think the Nasty Boys are back, baby. The Nasty Boys are taking 2023 and they just got themselves another award. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the Northman could not be here. As we said, Alexander's not here. Yeah, Eggers uh, so isn't here either. To accept this award in his stead, it'll have to be John George. All right. Uh, I am here. I got a last second speech sent in to me from Robert Eggers after Alexander's speech. Oh, okay. And he is all in on September 11th Nasty <laughs> oh. Boy Rally. Hell yeah, dude. And Eggers is, I mean, he said he might, this might be his first documentary. He's ready to shoot. He'll, he'll bring his camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he has some other dates for open for suggestion as well. He said December 25th, he's free. And okay, that might be a good date too. Yeah, yeah January 1st as well. He mm-hmm. said he could do January 1st. Um, Not um, January 6th though? Uh, January 6th, he said he could do uh, the morning, but he's got, uh, he said he has something at the Capitol. Oh, he's got plans in the afternoon. Yeah, he said he has something to do at the Capitol. He said Memorial Day or Labor Day, either one. He's free both weekends. Okay. And yeah, um, Thanksgiving, he's good too. Okay. So any of those days are good for him. Uh, He's got nothing to do. Okay, great. Yeah, he is kind of the patron saint of Nasty Boys. That's kind of like two-thirds of his filmography. And I mean, honestly, Nosferatu. He's a nasty boy. He's going to be real nasty, I assume. Oh, boy, I hope. God, they just make Nosferatu so fucking nasty, dude. Oh, yeah. They just make him nasty as shit. So I'm still kind of sold on the September 11th date, but we'll see. We got to work around a shooting schedule. Okay, you know? Yeah. Eggers is just a little worried about September 11th. He I'm, said something about, um, have you heard of like the twin towers that got knocked down? Apparently. No, I've heard of the yeah. freedom tower. Are you talking about the freedom tower? No, but he said the he said like these two towers got knocked down on that day. He's like kind of worried that 
it it'll like take away from it. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm not one to move my schedule around for some buildings, but okay, yeah. I'm just really that's digging fair. my hole this that's year. Fair, that's fair. never mind. <laughs> it's all jokes. It's please, all, please, for the love of God, uh, I'm gonna put the big boy movies TikTok is starting with that. <laughs> oh God, so, yeah. Is this guy like it's the the TikTok voice? Like, is this yeah. guy disrespecting nine eleven? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> is this guy disrespecting nine eleven? Nine eleven just says it a little bit wrong <laughs> or no we'd have to spell it wrong or else yeah right because 11 <laughs> tiktok uh would um would suppress it yeah yeah exactly well congratulations to northman currently sweeping the biggies oh my god did not ex- we gotta add the northman to the rest of these oh yeah it's already in another category i gotta add it to everything though okay um well b- before we get to any more categories we have to talk about best music Music, baby. It's everywhere these days. Yeah, it's ever. It's in. It's it, it's it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of Beyonce? No. Ever heard that? of Kanye West? Yeah, he's actually coming to the nasty boys. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He's not invited. Yeah, no. Don't invite him. He's too nasty of a boy. Listen, you. He he went so far into nasty that he came out the other end. Yeah, he's too clean now. Yeah, he's so clean. You might say he's white. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, music, music, movies have music, and there's some uh, good music, good music and movies this year. Yeah. Um, Puss in Boots. They have we, a song. Do we name all the nominees? Oh, yeah. We should do that. Yeah. Puss in Boots, Bones and All, Barbarian, White Noise, and Babylon. Puss in Boots did have the one song. A lot of these are one songs, or two of these are one songs. Mm-hmm. White Noise and Puss in Boots are one song. Puss in Boots had that one beginning song, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the best opening sequences in movies this year. And White Noise, the opposite, is a credit sequence, which is my favorite credit sequence in movies this year. Mm-hmm. And honestly, just go watch that on YouTube. Uh, Netflix posted that. They knew yeah. what the best part of the movie was. And they said, let's just post the full credits on YouTube. No one's going to watch our movie. Here we go. Same deal with Puss in Boots. You can watch the entire intro sequence to Puss in Boots on great. YouTube. Which is great. Um, which but the rest of that movie's great. So you want to watch well, it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is that like hooks you in and then you go, okay, I'll watch the rest of it. Whereas White Noise, you watch it on YouTube and it's over. <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> You've just already watched. seen the credits. You've already seen the credits. So it's like, why would I watch the rest of the movie? Yeah. I already know what happens. They are in a store dancing. Um, I honestly, what what drew you to Barbarian for best music? Barbarian was the needle drop at the end for me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That, so that is also one song. Um. Can but I a, real quick throw in Batman in here? Oh yeah, Batman had good legit music. score. Like that was probably one of the more iconic themes. Uh, the Batman for this year. Everyone comes out of the theater just bomb, 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 bomb. Yeah. Like you know that theme now. It's badass. Yeah, it's badass as hell. Um, and that Bones and All is a soundtrack thing. Four, three or four songs I immediately added to my. Uh, uh, playlist on Apple Music and banged for about two months. Nice. I said, hell yeah. Uh, good music choices, Luca. Yeah. This is... Oh, we didn't even talk about Babylon. And then Babylon, which... Which probably just should win because it didn't win yeah. the Oscars. Yeah, how did it not win the Oscar? Who won the Oscar I again? don't even remember anymore. I think Everything Everywhere might have won it. No, I don't... Did it? think so. It was some... Hold on. We're going to pause and I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Oscar for best score, not show, score, not door, 
score. <laughs> Oscar best door. <laughs> oh, it was all quiet on the Western Front. That's oh, right. Yeah, fucking <clears throat> bullshit. Garbage. I will say, All Quiet on the Western Front does have a great score. It's not better than Babylon. Bullshit, baby. I haven't seen the movie, but I know that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, um it's literally the difference is like All Quiet on the Western Front has that really atmospheric mm. kind of music, whereas Babylon has a fucking coked out jazz band losing their minds yeah. for three hours. Yeah. I mean, even if you didn't like this movie, which a lot of people didn't, everyone admits, yeah, scores a banger. Justin Hurwitz is, he, he makes bangers. Oh yeah. It's really, yeah. Cause I didn't really like that movie, but you watch, you listen to all the music in that movie and you're like, God damn. It's so good. Just he listen just, to the soundtrack and you'll be like, fuck, this yeah. movie must be good. It must be good. <laughs> listen to all that trumpet. Yeah. God, the tr- he uses the trumpet so well in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, La La Land, he doesn't use trumpet that often, honestly. It's mostly yeah. piano. So this movie, he kind of just moves to trumpet and he just fucking, yeah. he blows that horn. He every blow, he every movie, he discovers a new instrument. First it was drums, yeah. then it was piano. I can't wait for what he discovers next. Yeah. The what? kazoo. The kazoo. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, that's going to be a great movie. Oh, yeah. When he works on like the Daniels next movie, it'll be a k- <laughs> fucking kazoo. Yeah, that's the thing. Justin Hurwitz, he basically only does Damien yeah. Chazelle movies, right? Yeah, he hasn't so. done another movie. But they got to split up at some point and just yeah. like do their own thing. Break right? up already so Every, we can get some good shit. All the big guys have split up at some point. You know, like Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, they split up. <laughs> yep, yeah. You know, everybody. It'd be the same deal. <laughs> the all, Beatles, they all split up. Yeah, the Beatles, they split up. Some of them died. So one of them could die. Yeah, that's true. That could happen as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I am just so pissed at the Oscars that I have to give it. If Babylon would have won the Oscars, this might be a different story. And mm-hmm. I might debate other ones. But I'm just so pissed that it didn't win the Oscar. Yeah. That I'm... Yeah, I can't even see anything but Babylon on our Google sheet right now. No, it's it's just the best. And you accepted the last award, right? Yeah, so accept it for Babylon, your favorite movie of the year. Listen, everyone, we got to talk about how Babylon is three hours of loosely connected porn. (laughs) Um, Delicious. And what loosely connects all those sequences of debauchery is a score that just rips and dips and kick flips all over my ass fuck yeah (laughs) um it's you know you're gonna have to watch an elephant take a big shit on a guy yum and a giant muscle man eat a rat delicious um but while that's happening you're gonna be hearing some (laughs) of the wildest jazz music you've ever heard in your life yeah and some might ask me, Matt Beebe, is that worth it? And I would say no. <laughs> Spotify exists. Just turn on the soundtrack and come on down to the Hasty Boys March. <laughs> it's the same thing. God, they, that is the only music they will be playing at the march. <laughs> That's all we're doing because it's the same shit, it's dog. It's the same shit, different day, baby. Yeah. That's the Nasty Boys parade. A hundred years motto. later, nothing's changed. Same shit, different day. That is a good motto for the Nasty Boys. Yeah, I absolutely. Like <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, what else is is there to say? It's just 
good music in a movie I didn't like. Nice. Now I I, I got a I got a Bing AI idea. I want to write a script with Billy Bean and Brad Pitt's character from Babylon. Oh yeah, I want to mention on the podcast. I don't know if I did this, but I was recently at a Babylon filming location. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a wedding venue, and it's the place where uh, where where uh, what's his name? You Brad, Brad Pitt's Pitt. character uh, <laughs> kills himself. Yeah. So spoilers, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, we were at a thing for a wedding planning thing, and this dude was talking my ear off because he wanted me to buy his uh, his like DJ service. I, I'm not getting married, <laughs> but you know he <laughs> so has to sell. The, he has to sell to someone. I'm getting married. And I'll he take was, a DJ. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to go to Castle Green, because I know you're... I love Babylon. Yeah. Miriam didn't like it that much, but I'm going to make her. <laughs> you're going to make her get married here. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to recreate the Brad yeah. Pitt I'm suicide hire Brad scene. Pitt and I'm like, you have to kill yourself. <laughs> you have to kill yourself right now. <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> you have to do it. Yeah. This is my favorite movie, and this is my wedding. And yeah. he's like, fine. This, uh, yeah, this dude was talking my ear off and he was like, oh yeah, Tom Cruise filmed here for something. And he's like, yeah, you see Babylon, the Brad Pitt kills himself right over there. (laughs) I was like, wow. Wow. And then you went to sniff it. You're like, wow, it smells just like, like wow. He sat right on this couch. (laughs) Uh, fun. Congrats to Babylon. Um, but of course we got to get to another category, uh, with to represent, you know, the film world isn't just Canada. We got to spread our spread ourselves out to uh, different countries. You know what's wild is like so much stuff is filmed in Canada. I know, now. right? <laughs> the Last of Us was filmed entirely in Canada. Yeah, Van- people like filming in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. it's a good spot. Good it's, spot to film. It's got great tax breaks for filming. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, of course, our favorite category: best foreign film. If you're Canadian, mm-hmm. of course. So this is for the Canadians as well as the entire world. This is for those refined Canadians who enjoy a nice foreign film. Yeah, and I'm sick, yeah. Once again, we're just sick of best foreign film being from the perspective of America, you know? Like that's such, you're thinking in the past here. Come on guys, there are other countries. We're being progressive. We're being progressive. Um, So yeah, best foreign film if you're Canadian. uh, So the nominees, or do you read the nominees? I'll I'll read the nominees. Okay. Uh, Tar. USA, USA, <laughs> USA, USA. That's what it says on the, the that sheet. Is, yep. I just have to read it. That's the country it's from. Not yep. the United States, but from USA, 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 USA. Which what, by the way, did I tell you that Miriam thought that was from Drake and Josh originally? What? The chant USA, USA, USA. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. That's amazing. My fiance, someone chanted that. I think I was with our neighbors. Someone was chanting USA, USA. And she's like, oh, wasn't that from like Drake and Josh? It's the episode <laughs> where like they're babysitting the old guy with dementia or some shit. Oh and God. he gets up off the couch and is like chanting like USA. You know, oh, like he's yeah. having war flashbacks or whatever. And Miriam thought that that was where that chant originated. <laughs> Drake Honestly, and Josh. That was the first time out. That's so good. I want to start doing that with just random shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be like, oh, can you uh, pass the salt? And I'll be like, uh, Drake and Josh fan? <laughs> it's like, uh, what? Pass the salt. No, you could say Rick and Morty fan. Oh, they, yeah, that's, that's true. That is a Rick and Morty coat. Oh, Rick and Morty fan. Nice, dude. A refined taste, I see. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Uh, the nominees. Banshees of Inna Sharon. Ireland, mm-hmm. which we have a history of Irish uh, uh, nominees. We Art- do. Artemis Fowl, of course. Yeah, that is one oh. of the biggest Irish movies we've done. The Northman, 
from the north of Canada. That's so far north. Yeah, because Canada's pretty. I had to specify like they when they put their nominee in, they just said north, and I was like, well, Canada's in the north. Like, yeah, you know, it could have been from Canada, so mm-hmm. I had to specify up north of Canada. Puss in Boots from far, far away, mm-hmm. and then Bones and All from Indiana, Michigan, Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, and Kentucky. Our six favorite countries. Did. Did it film in all of those places? That is, it's a road trip movie, and those are the oh. six Midwestern states. I see. Timothy Chalamet and I forget the other girl. I didn't realize Got it was a road trip movie. It is a road trip movie with two cannibals road tripping. Wow. And that's so fun. In my review on here, I said that somehow this the Italian director of this movie made the Midwest, where I grew up, <laughs> look as beautiful as Italy. And I was like, where is this? Like, there's a shot in Nebraska that looked just insanely beautiful. I was like, how? <laughs> where did you, did you, where in Nebraska is this? What the hell's happening? Honestly, there was some Michigan slander this year with Barbarian. Do you think this movie redeems Mm-mm. Michigan? No? Nope. Oh, uh, shit. Not to spoil bones and all, but they get to Michigan in one of the final scenes where they move to Ann Arbor. Oh no. And they have decided to stop being cannibals. And the very last scene, it's a very brutal and sad last scene in Ann Arbor. And there's some bad people from Ann Arbor in wow. there and some bad shit. <laughs> I didn't know Charlie was in this movie. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> is from Ann Arbor and he stars in Bones and All. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll have to mention that when we call him in. So yeah, Michigan representation of movies this year, not good. Yeah. Uh, not good. But yeah, all these, I mean, these are some great countries. I'm glad we're getting representation for far, far away. Yeah. A country that hasn't been represented since Shrek. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like Puss in Boots being from so far away kind of makes it a front runner for me for that reason specifically. Same. Like, it's almost like distance matters a lot mm-hmm. here in this category. It's like the further away it's from, the more impressive it is that it reached us. Yeah. Somehow. You know, like how did, you know, it'd be like if fucking the aliens of goddamn Pluto made a movie, we would be so impressed yeah. that it somehow reached us and we connected to it. Listen, somehow... Puss in Boots found where they filmed Star Wars yeah. far, far away yeah. and like and made a movie. Far, far and no one can find that place. No, it's a galaxy far, far away. George Lucas hid the map. Yeah. To get there. Fucked up of him. He always does this shit. Yeah. He's such a selfish piece of shit. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking George Lucas. Yeah. But somehow DreamWorks found the map. I don't fucking know how. Yeah. This is crazy. They wouldn't tell me, but I mean, on a serious note, Puss in Boots is also just like one of the best movies of last year. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, and it didn't get the Oscar love either. I know. It also got boned at the Oscars. See, this, is the, this is the issue with us doing this after the Oscars. Is we I just know. Give it to, we give it to Tar, Puss in Boots, Babylon. Everyone who didn't win Oscars are like, this is your time. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe that's partially our job. I did realize I got reminded by my Google photos. The last biggies was honestly like only a few weeks ago this year or oh, last year. Dang. So we're honestly not that late. As far as like... Yeah, Oscars were just later as last year. Yeah, like the timeline goes. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I guess maybe we're a little tainted by the Oscars. Although let's be... Let's be real. We're always mad at the Oscars. Yeah, but we're 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 a podcast of the people. You know, we mm-hmm. want people to listen to our podcast and pretend it's the Oscars. They, exactly. You know, they want to live in this fantasy world where Puss in Boots can win an yeah. award. It can win Best Foreign <laughs> Film if you're from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> 
at the Oscars, they never nominate Puss in Boots Absolutely not. for Best Foreign Language Film, even though he speaks Spanish. Yeah, he speaks Spanish. He's from Far, Far Away. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't even... They go to Far, Far Away at the end of the movie. Spoilers for Shrek 5. Mm-hmm. Where does Puss in Boots usually live? That's a good question. He's in Del Mar Del at the Mar. beginning of the movie. Vista I don't think Del- that's where he lives. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Yeah. Well. So he lives with Barb and Star, I guess, Vista usually. Del Mar. Yeah. Wait, Barb and Tar go to Vista oh Del Mar. Oh, my God. Or Barb and Star cancel Lydia Tar. <laughs> <laughs> that would be why. Well, maybe maybe Star dies. Yeah. And she has to be replaced with By Tar. Tar. <laughs> Barb and Tar go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> That'd be a completely fun and better movie. Oh, absolutely. It I, wouldn't be as good as the s- script I had Bing AI write for the Tar sequel where she becomes a Fortnite pro. Oh, so good. But um, It's always always the best to type in something about Fortnite or um, something about uh, Mr. Beast. Um, oh, it's yeah. It's very funny. I, I typed in multiple sequences of Mr. Beast. Uh, meeting Larry David and Larry David's very confused by him he wants yep. to give Larry David money he's like no I don't want your money <laughs> and they're just he's, yeah it's very fun that would be Larry David yeah um, Puss in Boots where does he live that's what I was going to look up oh okay where does he, where does he live because he doesn't live in far far away yeah he only visits far far away San Ricardo is where the orphanage is Oh, okay. It's Puss in Boots from Spain. Well, no. I mean, uh, what's his name? Who voices him is from Spain. Yeah. I, I just, is there no map of this world? I just want like a map. Did yeah, DreamWorks not release a map of like, here's far, far away. Here's where Puss in Boots lives. I mean, we're about to start a D&D campaign, but I feel like the next D&D campaign, we just have to set in Shrek world. Yeah. And then we can make our own map mm-hmm. of sort of Shrek's planet. Of course, yeah. It includes on. all the DreamWorks properties yeah. as well. Like the the, the, bad, the bad guys. guys. The bad guys world. I think they live in New York. So okay, New York's well, that's a part easy, of it. Yeah. And I... I Blanking on other and how to train your dragon world yeah, is that's somewhere over works. there. Yeah, so um, yeah, we'll we'll get on that. We'll get mm-hmm. on that. But uh, but yeah, we'll give it to Puss in Boots. Congrats to Puss in Boots. Unfortunately, Puss in Boots could not be here tonight to accept the award. He was too so, busy. Rest in peace. Uh, fighting death. Yep. So <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking wild. Is if the next movie start like Shrek Five starts and they're like, "Where's Puss?" And he's like, "Oh, he died." <laughs> Shrek says, "Rest in peace." Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie is about. Yeah. Well, he 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 wasn't afraid of death anymore, but also he like uh, just kind of died. He had a heart attack. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they're just like, God rest his soul. Yeah. <laughs> God rest his soul. God, God rest his soul. Um, Puss in Boots. I'll, I'm accepting this award for uh, Puss in Boots. He, he wasn't able to be there, be here because they're busy working on an unnamed DreamWorks project. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say the name of it. No one knows what this is. Uh, but it might rhyme with Wreck Knive. So oh, I'm going to have to get my top scientists yeah, on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Puss in Boots, he's so ex- excited. Um, he's kind of, he's a little pissed though. He's a little ticked that now people are giving him credit and paying attention to him mm-hmm. now that he's animated better. Yeah. Um, he's getting really upset saying that, oh, was it not, was I not good enough this whole time? Yeah. Um, he feels like he's not getting credit like 
it, it feels like everyone's like, oh, it's the animators carrying you, um, <laughs> stuff like that. So he's actually really upset, and he doesn't accept this award. Oh, damn. Another twist. Yep. Uh, so Puss in Boots, uh, rest in peace. We'll give the award to uh, Big Jack Horner then instead. John Mulaney will take it. He'll take anything right now. Yeah, he loves awards. Yeah. He. He just grabs whatever he's sad he can that get. He doesn't like. He's he's tired of being a dad right now, and he wants an award. <laughs> he's he's he just wants an award. <laughs> just give him an award. All right. Well, this is a brand new category oh that I'm boy. very excited for. Oh boy! This is of course biggest monster. Oh my god! And we I was some... gonna make this category most canceled, but I felt like that was too narrow. Yeah, that is too narrow. We need a biggest monster. This is this award for biggest monster. The nominees go to. Tar from Tar, Men from Men, The Mother from Barbarian, Justin Long from Barbarian, John George from Big Boy Movies, and now in a late 11th hour yeah. edition, <laughs> Matt Beattie <laughs> from Big Boy Movies. Wow, he's been added after his comments here today. <laughs> Usually I'm the ones making those comments, but today BB proved that he yeah. can be as big of a monster as me we always joke that john's canceled and i think i finally sort of met him yep you met me in the canceled ring yeah and we have both been canceled alongside i mean these are the kings of canceling here let's be yeah. honest i there's one person who you know i feel bad that she's nominated i think she's got a bad rap the mother yeah because she, you know she's just a she's she is a monster mm-hmm. for sure but she's a, she's sort of a you know it wasn't her fault that she became a monster. no she's, you know, she's she is the victim more or less yeah, in that movie she's the victim a victim of circumstance yeah. and inbreeding yeah but the rest of these people they're just straight fucking monsters justin yeah. long that guy was not rapist good. we all know justin long all right guys and yeah he came out in this movie and yeah he reminded us all of that guy yeah he's uh I mean, him and Tar are kind of two sides of the same coin in in this sort of debate of like, yeah, you know, they're both sexual assailants, high profile, yeah, at the top of their career, yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure that Justin Long pretends to be a Dodgers fan. Oh, he must, even though he he's an should fan. be. He's a he's an Angels fan. Is but what's Detroit's team? Oh yeah, true, a Tigers fan. Yeah, he should be a Tigers fan, but you know he's wearing a Dodgers hat yeah, everywhere yeah. he goes. Oh yeah, that's me, by the way. Yeah, so I'm a I mean that's, that's why I'm also nominated for this category. <laughs> <laughs> I have been wearing my Tigers hat a lot lately, actually. Okay. Even though they suck, yeah, they're really fucking bad this year. But I have been wearing my Tigers hat. I saw Justin Long, and I have changed my ways. <laughs> yeah, you were like, I can't be this guy. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, he pretends he doesn't like Detroit. Um, which is, you know, that's Detroit should be nominated for this. <laughs> Detroit should kind of be nominated for biggest monster, sort of a home to many monsters, yeah, apparently. Absolutely. Um, and then, I mean, I don't know how you beat this. Men. From Just men. men. Just men. Yeah. Men. They're freaking monsters. I can't <laughs> believe no one's said this before. Yeah. It's just. Make a movie about men, and it's scary. That's all you got to do. <laughs> it's it's fucking. I still I still fucking just love when this movie was first. I, the movie not that great. The trailer was hilarious. I yeah. fucking laughed the first time I saw this trailer because it just yeah the title just appearing men mm-hmm. after just like a very ambiguous just scary trailer is yeah. just hilarious. It's a me. reverse barbarian. Yeah, where the trailer is kind of bad and then it has like clever social commentary. Mm-hmm. Whereas like men, great trailer with great title card. Yep, and then its social commentary is like whatever. Yeah, 
It's just, yeah. It's not as it's it's Alex Garland's like least detailed movie. Yeah. Sadly. It's just very generic in what it has to yeah. say, I guess. I mean, I'll maintain that that movie's pretty good as long as you turn it off when she drives away. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like I It's fun too. It's fun. Yeah. Just that one the one actor playing everyone. Who's the actor again? Rory Kinner. Yeah. He kills it as men. Yeah. Why put what we should put him as best best actor? What are we thinking? Yeah, what the fuck? He was just men. He played men. <laughs> All right, I don't think he should have won, but he gets a nomination now. Yeah, we've taken it back. We forgot to say his name. Yeah, he was there the whole time. Yeah, just believe he was there the whole time because he was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is tough because, like, I mean, Tar from Tar. That I go back to the college student scene where I'm like, what makes her such an effective monster? Is you're kind of like, you're yeah. kind of on her side for a second. And then and those you are the become best the monsters. monster, right? Yeah, those are the best villains, right? Yeah. The ones where you're on their side for a second. You yeah. Know? You're like, and then oh, you're then like, fuck, I would have. I would have been out there in the streets, <laughs> like going, yeah, I would have had my tar shirt yeah. and my tar Rallying hat. for tar. Like, yeah. Don't cancel this cancel culture. It's yeah. ridiculous. I don't know if I would have been doing that. I mean, like, pre-canceling. 9-11, too, of all days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, she's in Berlin for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm i torn, because part of me wants... Like, Tar is, I feel like, the most effective monster on this list. But men? Yeah. They're men. Yeah, and this is biggest monster, not most effective monster. That's true. I mean, we haven't talked at all about us either. Yeah, true. We I should, think we're kind of just avoiding. We shouldn't avoid us as yeah. the biggest monster. I mean, we've had so many. I've had so many cancellations on this podcast previously. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of them have to do with war. Yeah, um, that was the troops comment. Yeah, a lot of troops comments from mm-hmm. me. Um, and yes, the government is coming for me. Yep. Uh and BB, of course, had this infamous 9-11 moment today. Yes, my nasty boys rally. And we both we both have talked about 9-11, Star Wars doing 9-11. Yeah. That was one of our first bits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have a lot of bits that are just so cancelable. Mm-hmm. We're monsters. Yeah. We're monsters. And uh, I, I don't know. We've had an impact on Here's... society in a bad way. <laughs> we've definitely had a negative impact <laughs> on sort of society and culture in general. Yeah. Um, here's my thing, though. We are men. So we're nominated twice. So if we just give it to men. <laughs> we win. Then we also win. And, so and I've Justin never Long, won a biggie before. And Justin Long also wins. He's also a man. But Tar doesn't win. And tar, That's tar true. And Tar shouldn't win. Tar, Fuck Tar. Yeah, you know what? Fuck Tar. Let's give it to men. Yeah. When, when have men ever won before? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Men should finally win something. All right. And now accept it, men. <laughs> Accept your award. Congrats to men. I think in the spirit, we'll both accept okay, yeah. the we'll award for men. All men. Should we do it at the same time or should we sort of, you know what? I Here's what we'll do. Okay. Um, an honor, you know what men love to do? What? Improv comedy. <laughs> yeah. So this this will be a great sort of inc- improv comedy bit okay. um, between two men mm-hmm. accepting the award for biggest monster for men. So I'll start the scene. Okay, go for it. Um, <clears throat> let me get up. Can, can someone from the audience give me uh, an occupation, please? Anyone from the audience? Um, marketing major. <laughs> <laughs> marketing major? Okay. Um, okay. Uh, get my suit and tie because I'm Don yep, Draper. Yep, um, yep. Uh, so, gentlemen, as you can see, the best way to sell uh, cigarettes to children. 
Yep. Is we make an ad that says, smoke a cigarette, you little pussy. <laughs> I, oh my God, that is absolutely brilliant, sir. I think we should add some more, you know, we should really call them, call them out for being such little babies, crybabies, because mm-hmm. I'm sort of sick of, my children are pieces of shit. And I'm really sick of them crying and I keep giving them cigarettes and it helps. Yeah. Um, I think we really market this to, to parents that are sick of their fucking children. Absolutely. You know, I love my children that I know the names of for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and my fat wife, I think she's fat for the, she gets <laughs> yeah, fat for one fat. season. Yeah. And it's, fat. it's really funny. It is um, funny when your wife, <laughs> your wife is fat. The, the only way I can get my stupid kids to smoke a cigarette is if I call them pussies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go home, I come home from work, uh, and immediately dad's like, or they're like, dad, dad, oh my God, how was work? And I'm like, shut the fuck up, you pussy. Yeah. This pack better be done this by the time down. I'm done. Here's a pack of cigarettes. You better fucking smoke. Them. I'm going to go out on the porch. I'm going to drink a whole bottle of bourbon. You want daddy to make some money today, son? You want daddy to make, make you money so you get your little trick cereal every morning huh yeah oh huh, you little you little doofus you little pussy smoke these cigarettes it'll make me money <laughs> and see <laughs> men are monsters men, congratulations men are mo- congrats to men <laughs> that was a and people think that's improv that was we were just reading from an actual transcript yeah from, uh, we actually wrote that way ahead of time yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's how big of monsters men are we lie to your asses yeah. we lie to you and we make you listen to our improv yeah comedy. so fuck you all you know you should we show up on hinge and we're like oh i have an improv show coming up next week you want to meet me at that meet me? yeah and you're like that's i guess i'm on hinge i want <laughs> to you laid. have to laugh at my jokes yeah. you have to laugh all right, now we're getting into a heavy hitter. Oh boy, heavy hitters. Best screenwriter. Wow, writing for the screen. Yeah. A, an age-old pastime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have nominated Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Todd Field for Tar, Charlotte Wells for After Sun, and Zach Kreger for Barbarian. Wow, these guys wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote until they made a goddamn movie. That's wild. You know what's crazy is Marty doesn't even write scripts. No, he's sick of it. He just takes money and and fucks off with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for a few months. They do improv, fully improv. (laughs) When you see Killers of the Flower Moon, the reason that it's four hours long Mm -hmm. is because the whole thing was just a big improv session. Based off a book, more like based off the title of a book. They just took the title Mm -hmm. and then they were like, all right, Fucking yeah. do whatever, do do with yeah. what you will. Killers of the Flower Moon. Leonardo we, DiCaprio showed up on set and was like, all right, someone in the crew, I need a color <laughs> and a location. <laughs> Imagine Leo doing that shit. Like, what the fuck? Marty would just be like, all right, let's roll with this today. All right. Wait, what do you mean you need a location? We're already on location. <laughs> someone says someone somewhere completely. They're like, yeah. Japan. Yeah, like, we're in Oklahoma. Like we can't do Japan, <laughs> Leo. This is really just pushing. Anyway, um, give me a color. What would the color do? I don't know. <laughs> you never been to an improv show? <laughs> All right, the scene's gonna be blue. Imagine it's blue. <laughs> yeah, a- a- Avatar's blue. Yeah, exactly. This Marty's- is gonna be like Avatar. <laughs> Marty's really bad at improv, so he just goes. <laughs> they're like Avatar is blue. He's like, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw Avatar. It's not blue. Yeah. Um, 
So I threw in Zach Kreger sort of as a last minute addition to this one, just because I thought the structure of Barbarian was so clever. Yeah, it is very well written. That, I mean, I know you got overhyped on the twist of that movie. Yeah, frick, frick that. Um, frick that, bro. But for me, going in blind, not knowing anything, when when he hits you with just that turnaround yeah. in the second act, I was like, oh my God. Wish I could have watched this opening day. Yeah. Would have been, been way better. Um, but yeah, I wanted to give him a shout out, especially because he like apparently has been writing the script for years and couldn't get it produced. And the only way he could get it produced is if he shot the whole thing in like Bulgaria. No. <laughs> did, did you hear that story? No. <laughs> he found some dudes who had connect because he's been trying to make this movie forever. He met some money dudes who had connections with Bulgaria. And the Bulgarian government was like, okay, we'll fund your movie, but you have to shoot the whole thing in Bulgaria. Wow. So Detroit not involved at all in the making of that movie. Detroit's, the city of Detroit is going to sue this man. Yeah. Absolutely going to sue him. For false representation. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're going to make our city look like a shitty monster hole. Yeah. At least film, like, somewhere nicer. At maybe. least film it here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm realizing I wrote three down for this and forgot to write any more. So I'm glad you added one. Oh, okay, yeah. Because <laughs> I only wrote those three. I wasn't sure if those were, like, the only three you felt were good enough. Yeah, I, uh, I think there's probably more... Uh, we haven't mentioned my favorite movie of the year yet, which is Return to Soul. I think that's probably the screenplay carries that shit. Okay. I can't remember who wrote it. Let me look it up. I should okay. give shout outs to, uh, to people. While you look that up, I mean, we've been talking about Tar all night. Uh, Tar's script it's is so, so good. good. It's so good. Um, and that movie is like a lot of just script doing the work and the performances doing the work because... Most of that movie is just people talking to each other. Yeah, it and is fully scripted. Just having script and acting. the whole thing unravel before your eyes, mm-hmm. um, which is like, it's hard to write a movie where you're just slowly getting bits of information until the whole thing just becomes clear to you. Yeah, and I got to I gotta admit, it's, it's very, like, it's well-written for a movie where, like, not much is happening. Like, it's a very dialogue-heavy movie, and I was... I wasn't bored really the whole time. So yeah. I was impressed by that as well. It's Even with a engaging. like 15 minute basic podcast scene at the beginning, pretty much interview yeah. scene at the beginning. It, it wasn't, it, it was very good. And it opens with credits too. Yeah. Which is funny. That's, that was probably the most surprising part about tar. Yeah. was watching the whole credits, the full <laughs> credits in the front of the movie. Um, great. Yeah. Such a great screenplay. Uh, Davy Cho, the director of return to soul also wrote it. And I remember okay. listening to interviews where the main actress, uh, Park G Min also helped write, um, because apparently the first screenplay, uh, of it, she did not think the character was realistic at all oh, okay. and fixed it for him. Nice. Um, we Shout have out. to, I mean, I haven't seen After Sun, so unfortunately I can't really weigh in on that. Uh, I will say, okay, the reason I have I After Sun is I really want to watch this movie again, but uh, in a pivotal scene of After Sun, they play Under Pressure by uh, Queen, mm-hmm. and that song came up while I was, or it's, I've been cycling recently. I've been doing, I have, my family has like Apple Fitness Plus plan oh, okay. that I use. I, I, I use my dad's plan, and I do the cycle classes mm-hmm. and I played under pressure and all of a sudden my mind went to the scene with under pressure and I legit while cycling t- 
teared up <laughs> and wow. had chills all down my body while continuing to cycle. And this person's yelling at me, all right, go all out. You got to go all out. After Sun is so good, I really want to watch it again. Okay. Um, God, that's, and the screenplay is the best part of it for sure. I mean, just, it's, oh, you gotta, you gotta see it, baby. I, yeah. I want to watch it again so badly. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely see it at some point. Cause I've heard a lot of people talking about it. Yeah. And I, God, the, I mean, I just listened to the lyrics and under pressure and I was like, Oh, God, like hit me like the brilliance of using that song. Cause mm-hmm. like the lyrics just like matched that moment so well. And I'm like, oh, okay. fuck. And that's nice. what gave me chills. I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Um, and then Daniel's, who I think are great screenwriters. You're not the you're not the biggest fan of Swiss Army Man, but I am a huge fan of that screenplay. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of this one as well. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, it's. I mean, they definitely like got a lot better between Swiss Army Man and this one. I disagree, but really, you think Swiss <laughs> think Army Man was better? Oh, I, well, yeah. Okay. I'm the I I I always boast my my hot take of I like Swiss Army Man better. That's insane to me. Yeah, I know. It's insane to you. It's insane to a lot of people, except my good friend Caesar, my old coworker. Me and him both agree. We like Swiss Army Man better. Okay. I but didn't, we, we like them both a lot. Yeah. We I didn't hate Swiss Army Man. I just like, you know, there's, you can't quote a line from Swiss Army Man like you can quote, you know, in another life. I would have been happy to do laundry and That's taxes true. with you. That's very true. Like. That's a that's a knock it out of the park line. That's a pretty good line right there. Um, that's a pretty damn good line, and the the screenplay is so well crafted too. Mm-hmm. Man, all these all of these nominees have just crafted such a good fucking movie. Yeah, and like all four of them took like extreme extreme. It just they had to really put hard work in. I think yeah. to to fucking craft this perfectly and make it work perfectly, but especially the especially Daniels when they are like juggling so many different multiverses mm-hmm. there. I mean, we gotta like, you know, at this point it's the movie has been just praised out the wazoo, but Holy shit is the screenplay just great. And it's finally a movie that uses multiverses in a good way in the way it should be used, which is weird. Cause you didn't, you wouldn't think it would be that hard. Yeah. But Dr. Strange proves apparently it's very hard. It's fucking very hard. I mean, yeah. Rick and Morty, pretty good at multiverse stuff. Mm-hmm. We've had TV shows that are good at it, usually. Yeah. Even Loki like, was... I mean, Loki doesn't really get into alternate universes that much. Yeah, I think Loki is a good show, but doesn't use the multiverse thing. It uses it better than Doctor Strange. Well, yeah. But anyone could fucking do that. Yeah. Um, but I d- still don't think it reaches the level of everything everywhere, no. which just goes all... I think everywhere, everywhere is just... It's my favorite use of multiverse so far. Yeah. It just goes all fucking out, balls to the wall, like as fast as it can, does not care, yeah. does not care who it leaves behind. That's the thing is like, it doesn't care who it leaves behind, but I don't think many people get left behind. That's what's yeah, crazy about that's, it. That's why it's so well-crafted. All, yeah, it's it's well, it's just so, I don't know how they did that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they took forever to make this movie, which probably is part of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, I remember they said COVID hit like the last day of shooting or something like that. So they just re-edited the movie for like a year. Yep. They they added this, this movie was edited for like three years, basically Mm -hmm. (laughs) fucking nuts. Um, So so are we just going to give it to everything everywhere? I want to give it to them. Yeah. I I think it's just such uh, a God. 
every this this year's stacked. I'm so mad that I know. that Tar is the same year as this I movie. I know, right? <laughs> I'm so mad that it's the same year as, as everything everywhere because they're both just like two of my favorites. And they're just recently. so different, but yeah, same. It's like they're they're both so good, but with the, it might be that time in the show. We got to give it to everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Uh, about that so time. we both did the last acceptance speech. Whose turn is it? Um, so I think I did the one before that. So you can go this one because I did put some boots. Oh yes, you so did. now you okay. can go. Um, be the Daniels. Yes. Hello, I'm Daniels. Mm. I've legally changed my name to Daniel while you all weren't looking. Mm. Um, Daniel BB. This is really a throwback. Every as everyone knows, famously, I went to USC mm-hmm. uh, film school. Yep. Um, I'm very talented. Uh, for my senior project, I was a grip because <laughs> I was not talented enough to be a higher role. For those of you who don't know, at USC for like senior projects, uh, they only do like one. So only one or two people get to be a director. That's kind of sad. And so there's a possibility <laughs> your senior year at USC, you can be like a grip, a grip on your senior project. You get interviewed and you're like, they're like, what skills do you have? I ought to be a fucking grip. That's yeah. it. I, I don't know <laughs> how to do anything no, else. No disrespect to grips. Yeah. One of my best friends is a grip um, and she's very good at it. Um, but... Yeah, anyway. But I feel like most people don't <laughs> go to film school and be like, no. I want to be a grip. No, literally no one does that. Sarah, <laughs> my friend Sarah, who's a grip now, did not go to school to be a grip. Yeah. But um, yeah, screenwriting is an art form where you have to sit and write, which you think would be fucking easy. And it's really hard, which is fucked up. That is fucked up. They because, need to get easier. you know, you talk to anyone and they're like, oh, I'm a fucking construction worker. I do hard labor for 12 hours a day and it's really hard. And then you have to be like, I wrote 10 sentences today and that was a good day for me. (laughs) (laughs) That was was a really good day. You know, so. uh, That's mental warfare though. to To have an award for such a field that's not just challenging to do, but impossible to talk about to any serious person, Mm -hmm. I think is really important. Oh yeah. Um, So shout out to me, Daniel, and my my brothers, Daniel and Daniel. And all the Daniels. And all the Daniels out there, keep fighting the good fight, keep writing your words on the page, because one day it probably won't be a movie, but you can dream. When's the Daniels rally? Daniel's rally is actually going to be in June. I found some open space uh, now. I, <laughs> I realized I still have some days in June free. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, cool we're cool. going. We're going to Cantor's Jewish Deli on nice. Fairfax. Hell yeah! Um, Went there for the first time recently, actually. There, it's good. really good. Yeah, it's a pretty good deli. Yeah. I like that deli. It's funny because I. This isn't really a spoiler. Uh, Barry season four. Mm-hmm. There's a. They spend like five seconds in front of Cantor's. Oh. Like I've been there. <laughs> g- yeah, genuinely, that scene lasted for five seconds. I'm like, man, they filmed Barry like ten seconds away from my house. Crazy. Not ten seconds, but Crazy. like you know, ten minutes away from my house. <laughs> I could have just seen Hen- Henry Winkler on you the sidewalk. Just seen him, dude. God, that's the we, magic. Got to get Henry Winkler in one of these, man. I know. Why he doesn't is he do, gonna movies? do movies. Why does he only do TV shows? And they don't respect him. What's they don't his, respect the Fonz. What's his issue? What's his, what's his issue? You know? Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to best director. Which uh, we got a lot of we got a lot of we got two similar names here Daniels everything everywhere all at once Todd Field Tar and we got Matt Reeves the Batman uh, Sammy Fableman the Fablemans Martin McDonough Banshees of Anishirin and Park Chan Wook decision to leave first time we've seen that movie which yeah had no award love whatsoever yeah because South Korea once again has snubbed this man 
why do they do it every <laughs> they, single time he makes a good movie do they're even, like i choose a different one i don't like you do you even know what they submitted instead of his don't know all i know is they fuck they hate this guy yeah. i don't know why I, there's got to be some conspiracy of mm. why they never ever push his movie to the oscars well it's how like india didn't nominate yeah they didn't or they didn't either. submit rrr for nomination yeah. some um, countries just fuck it up uh france didn't submit portrait of a lady on fire some countries just fucking yeah. they just like they're like i don't know fucking you. germany i guess they figured it out because <laughs> yeah. they won half the awards this year true germany they know they're like i feel like some countries know better than others yeah. like south korea and india they're just like they, they throw darts at the wall sometimes they nominate yeah. some god-awful shitty movie that we're just like why why why'd you nominate this park chan wook made a yeah. fucking masterpiece we should just go to korea at some point shoot a movie there yeah. They'll probably nominate probably us. Probably nominate us. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, Americans shoot a movie? Let's nominate it. Yeah. The Americans will love American movies, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they can't even say Park Chan-wook's name. No. They can't. <laughs> um, all right. Directing. Another um, skill Another movies. big skill. A very important skill. I really appreciate Todd Field's commitment to, like, not being the guy. Yeah. He was at the Oscars and he wore a big black hat. And anytime the camera came on him, you would like cover his face with the hat. <laughs> he doesn't want to be the guy. He doesn't want to be seen. Yeah. It's weird that he showed up to the Oscars yeah, why at he all. He showed up if he doesn't want to be seen. I feel like he's supporting like the movie and everyone who works. Yeah, it, right. Like he wants to be like, able to yeah. represent. Not, he's not Jim Cameron. Jim Cameron's like, fuck you. I, I, I'm the best and I'm not going to yeah. show up. He's like, well, I still want to support all the other people who worked hard on my movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to show up and be there for them. Yeah. But I don't want to be here because I don't like the Oscars or being on camera. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I recently, this is a complete sidetrack. Um, we made a profile on my on Serena's parents Disney Plus account mm -hmm. and we were like oh we'll just make a new profile and I was scrolling through all the character pictures yeah and I got all the way to the end and the last picture you can choose is Neytiri from Avatar <laughs> and I named our profile name Jimmy Cams <laughs> Jimmy Cam. <laughs> and like two days later we got a text from Serena's parents being like who the hell is Jimmy Cams <laughs> and why is he on our Disney Plus account <laughs> our friend Jimmy Cams we gave him the password <laughs> and Serena was like, oh, it's it's Jim Cameron. That's what his friends call him. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Cams. That's a good nickname for yeah. him. I bet that is what his friends call him. Jimmy Absolutely. Cams. Well, we know they call him Jim at least. Yeah, they definitely call him Jim. Anyway, back to it. He's not nominated here. No, we don't. We don't nominate him. Yeah. He Sammy Fableman. He's been at it for years. Oh, my God. Do you see his directing in that movie? Guy, He's, guy's a legend. He is an absolute legend. Crazy that this is his first movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, it's weird. Why didn't he just call it the Spielbergs? Yeah, it's very weird. That just make up a silly storybook name for himself. Yeah, that's weird. I wasn't a fan of that yeah. choice, but you know, that's 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 the screenplay. You know, that's not the directing. Yeah, that's true. That's that's why was... we didn't nominate him for screenwriting. You know. Did he write the movie? Uh, Spielberg and the other guy oh, okay. who writes with him. What's his okay, name? Sure. Tony, Tony something? <laughs> Tony Soprano? <laughs> I think it's actually Tony something. I can't remember. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Steven Spielberg, Sammy Fableman. Like, I, what do you want? <laughs> I just like. What else do you want from us, everyone? All right. I, honestly, I wouldn't have even nominated him. <laughs> Tony Kushner. Oh, okay. That's who wrote, that's who wrote it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Stevie, Stevie S, bro. He's like, obviously, it's well directed. It's Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I mainly just put this on here for this for Sammy Fableman joke, yeah. honestly. But yeah, I mean, Sammy <laughs> Fableman, we learned about his life. We learned that he couldn't get a girlfriend because he was such a dork. Yeah, but look at his directing. In the movie. I know. He well, got a kid to cry. Remember that scene yeah. where he is acting and the kid, <laughs> the kid was crying. And I, I don't know if I mentioned this on our Fableman's review. I saw a TikTok that was like, kids, listen up. At the end of the Fableman's, this teenager who gets bullied all the time, uh, he wins them over by making a short film and showing it to them. Yeah, that was... Don't weird. do this. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> this will not stop like, the bullies. That, that actually happened, man. Yeah. It's not as bad in the context of the movie, because yeah. I saw that TikTok before I saw the movie. I thought it was going to be him making like his own art film, Yeah. and then the bullies respect him because yeah, his like, film is well, so artful. It's, it's such a good film. <laughs> it's a little better than that in the movie, but yeah. <laughs> that's my one thing about the Fablemans, is it Obviously, the whole thing is supposed to be kind of fantastical in a way. Yeah. But there are elements where I'm like, all right, Steven, I know you didn't actually do this. Like, this is you he hyping yourself He did up. it all. It's all true. Yeah. <laughs> it's all true. Um, Mar- Martin McDonough, he, should probably, he probably should have been a screenwriter. Yeah. But also great directing mm-hmm. in my favorite film of his, Banshees of Inner Sharon. Matt Reeves. I put him on here. I do, I wanted the Batman to get a little bit more love. Yeah, I needed some more love. Um, a lot of people forgot about that one. That was also early last year. Yeah. I just, I think in terms of like the directing, I feel like is one of the strongest parts. I agree. Of the Batman. It's, it's, it is a really long movie. I mean, all movies are long now, apparently. Yeah, you gotta be long. Gotta but, be long. you know, in terms of making something that felt really authentically Batman in a way that basically no other Batman movie uh, could. I really want to give him props. Also, just give him props because we couldn't nominate him for his Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. Which are, like, the best movies. They're pretty good. They're pretty damn good. How'd he do that? How'd he take Planet of the Apes and make them good? You say that jokingly, but, like, I feel like the tagline for Planet of the Apes (laughs) could be, how'd he do that? I I agree. No, I agree. They're better than they should have been. Yeah. He actually made them good. The first one is fun. I remember that. Caesar is home. That's Mm -hmm. a great line. Second one, I was like, oh, that's actually... That was pretty fucked up. The yeah. third one, I was like, why do I care so much about these monkeys? I, I care about Caesar. I care about monkeys. Yeah. I care about these people. Um, part, and then Park Chan-wook, I mentioned. This is just so well directed and put together, mm-hmm. as as are all his movies, but he really does a Alfred Hitch. This is an Alfred Hitchcock type movie, if you haven't seen Decision to Leave. Oh, okay. And he really nails it he does his best impression of a hitchcock movie to a t like okay. it's it's really it feels like i'm watching a hitchcock movie at some points that's cool um, that if, makes me want to watch it more if, so if, i probably if, will if hitchcock um knew korean he would make this movie for sure <laughs> i mean we don't know hitchcock didn't know korean oh, and the last scene is so i'm, I'm getting the chills right now yeah. the last scene's so good you know with ai now i feel like we could <laughs> get like a video of Hitchcock speaking Korean. Yeah, we could. Just a deep fake. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be such a weird thing to pop up on my Twitter. Yeah. Um, all right, who are, who are we going to give this to, though, BB? We've been tiptoeing around it. I mean, Daniels. Yeah, it's I, probably Daniels. I mean, holy shit. Just the... Well-directed movie. Everything that happens in, in Everything Everywhere All at Once, I feel like is a credit to the directing. The like controlled chaos of the whole thing all of the performances, all of the writing, the fucking 
way that they choreograph and film action sequences. Yeah, so good. It's so crazy that you think that basically the same filming techniques that were used in the turn down for what music video (laughs) translate perfectly to some of the best fight scenes we saw last year. Yep. Yeah. Their, their choreography is just so good. Some of my favorite and the way they mix that with the editing at at the end of the day is just so fucking good. Yeah. Um, And their directing is fantastic. Yeah. Everyone says they're an absolute joy to work with on set. Mm-hmm. Um, so they sound like amazing directors, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a very fun time to work on a Daniels movie. Yeah. Yeah. Daniels, best directors. Direct. Yeah. The, this is the weird thing is given a best director award to two people. Like, yeah. wait, we should have them fight over it. Yeah. They should fight. It, over it should it. only be one director. There's only one trophy and only one of them gets it. Yeah. And um, you can't cut it in half. You can't cut it in fucking half. This is not that Bible story. No, it's not. Um, is what? it my turn to accept? I think. So. Wait, hold on. What? Who is the guy who wanted to cut the baby in half in the Bible? Is I that Solomon? No, I don't know the Bible. Oh. that well. I, that I, sounds crazy. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> who that? They wanted to cut a baby Have in you half. Never heard this story. No, I oh, they okay. cut a baby in half. All right, little Bible stuff. How do I know this? I'm anyway. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, the Bible's Jewish too, right? I guess this might have been Old Testament. Yeah, right, I think is, about it. Or this wasn't in the Bible, and I'm being very blasphemous. <laughs> but I'm is, pretty this sure it was. Movie you this, saw. this two ladies. And they're beefing because the lady, one lady's like, this is my baby. Mm. And then the other lady's like, no, it's my baby. Oh, okay. They can't classic, yeah, they're classic fight, tussle. The, they're fighting over who's ba- who owns the baby. Yeah, because. And no one knows. It's no always confusing. Babies just kind of show up and you're like, oh, is that my baby? Yeah. Um, so they're beefing over the baby. And so they go to the king. Mm-hmm. And the king's like, listen, guys, easy answer. I'll just chop the baby in half, oh and you can that's each so have that's you can so each have half a baby. That's so. That's why he's the king. Yeah, that's why he's the fucking king. He knows how to do it. And so the whole deal is, he's like, I'll chop the baby yeah. in half. You each get half a baby. You know, it, it, we we won't do it like so. One gets the legs, and one gets the head, because that's unfair. We'll go right yeah, you down. You gotta the go. Yeah, because you yeah. need every part. Um, and so the the real the fake mom, the one who's just trying to steal the baby for her own, she's like, yeah, cool. I'll take half a baby. (laughs) The real mom is like, no, (laughs) don't cut the baby. The fake mom's just like, yeah, I'll take whatever. I I had no baby before. I'll take half one. Half a one's like pretty good. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. (laughs) I was like, I want the full, I want my whole baby. Yeah. So anyway, these are the lessons you learn in the Bible. So which Daniel is the real, the real mom? And the real mom the of the biggie. One. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to see, which I, we'll tell them we're cutting it in half and we're we'll see in half. We'll see who's, who protests. Yeah, one's like, yeah, I'll take half it. The other one's like, yeah. no, I want it all. That's the real director right yeah. there. That's the real Daniel director. Mm-hmm. This is why I could never go to church. I've only been to church once in my life. Once in your life. Um, I've I've only been to like temple like Jewish synagogue whatever a few more times than that, mm-hmm. um, but when you're an adult and you've never heard a Bible story before, that's nuts. Someone I tells you a Bible story. story. What the fuck? There's no way. That's in the Bible, baby. Yes, that's why it's I'm a bestseller. Almost, I got yes, it's a best. <laughs> it's a number one bestseller. Oh my! God. Now I gotta confirm this to make sure I'm not committing blasphemy not yeah. that i don't do that on like a daily what basis if the authors of the bible like came back to life and they're like uh actually this was just like fiction i don't know why everyone's like yeah. taking it to heart so like much. you guys <laughs> thought the baby cut in half story <laughs> it was, was like a you real took that to re- you thought that was a non-fiction story like what the fuck is your problem okay yes the judgment of solomon one kings 13 16-28 wow 
Is that New or Old Testament? You know, I'd have to read further into it. I mean, it sounds like Old Testament because Old Testament's yeah. always got like it's always got the kings and the shit, like wacky yeah. shit where the because Solomon's the guy who's got like superpowers because of his hair or whatever. Dude, imagine if like um, <laughs> I'm just imagining a Marvel movie, but instead of like a sequel, they like split it into the Old Testament. And <laughs> oh the my New god, Testament. that's honestly that's kind of what they're doing. Yeah, like pre and post Civil War true, or true. Uh, Endgame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the this Old Testament. Like- Imagine Kevin Feige is just like, yeah, this is sort of like the New Testament era mm-hmm. of the MCU. Je- and who's the Jesus? We'll find out. You know? Jonathan Majors. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's not going to be in he's the next one. He's all in on it. Yeah. He's all in on Jonathan Majors being Jesus. Um, which is, yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then, you know, uh, you know, a few thousand years from now, someone will dig up a a new DVD yeah. in Rochester and yeah. be like this. Oh, there's a third chapter to the Bible. Oh my God. That's, that's the a new, new religion. Nude Testament. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. The, the, the Latter-day Saints sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> the Latter-day superheroes. Latter-day anyway. Um, we got a great award coming up here. Yes. This might be the biggest one of the night. This is my favorite award every year. Yep. Um, and we, oh my God, lots, lots of, uh, we have four different ones here, mm. uh, four different, uh, nominations here for best use of Kenneth Branagh. He's back and he's, he's working more than ever. He's just, you know, last few years, we've only had two nominees in this category. We got four this year. Oh yeah. K brand's been going nuts. He's been going absolutely nuts. And I got to say two of the nominees I never heard of, but, um, yep. I put him there because it's on his IMDb. It's on his letterbox. So I have to respect uh, whatever the fuck he did in those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was there. So the nominees for best use of Kenneth Branagh. Mm-hmm. Death on the Nile as the director. Death on the Nile as Hercule Poirot. Uh, Fireheart. Sean Nolan. Is that the name of his character? That's the name of his character. Sean okay. Nolan. And Fireheart, my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And This England, where he plays Boris Johnson. Wow. Fantastic. I knew he was born to play Boris Johnson. Brave, honestly. Brave move by him. And I, you know, it might win. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, listen, COVID happened and Boris Johnson done bungled it up. And then they immediately made a movie out of it. <laughs> like right away. And nobody watched it pretty much. I thought this was like a BBC movie or it's, something. Yeah, it's got to be a TV movie for TV. Mm-hmm. Um, it has 246 letterbox logs. So wow. Really good. Fireheart has more. And if you, uh, BB, tell me what Fireheart is. You, of course, know what it is. I Listen, I love Fireheart. This yeah. is a one of those great sports movies. Yes. Kenneth Branagh plays Sean Nolan, mm-hmm. uh, the third Nolan brother. Yeah. Christopher, Christopher. Nolan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Joshua Nolan. Yep, the other one. <laughs> Definitely and Joshua. And the one Nolan. who wrote um, Westworld. Yes, him. Yep. Uh, and now Sean Nolan. He isn't in the movie game at all, even though his parents told him he had to make movies because his brothers make movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, no, I am going to be a world champion cross-country skier. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And they're like, Sean, you're going to freeze to death out there. 
Um, and he's like, I won't freeze because my heart's on damn fire. Oh, let's fucking he, go. He skis across the whole of Siberia, oh. wins the gold medal. Oh. And, and you know, literally the snow melts behind him because he burns so hot. Oh, his heart is fucking burning. Yeah. Wow. Maybe you nailed it. You were actually really close. <laughs> was I really? Is. Yeah, yeah. It was an animated movie about this film explores the world of firefighters in 1920s New York City. Oh, hey, yeah. And tells the story of a 16-year-old <laughs> girl who will have to become a hero in order to save her city. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound as good as my thing. Of but... course, uh, of course, his co-star, Olivia Cook as mm-hmm. um, as that, that 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, Will, William Shatner as the mayor of New York. Wow. Yeah. I always imagine William Shatner as the, <laughs> the mayor of New York, you know? Yeah. He's um, been to space. He could do whatever he wants. So I think Kenneth Branagh, on the poster, there's the 16-year-old girl. She's a firefighter, and she's climbing a very tall building. I'm mm. very scared for her. Uh, and then there's a dog on her back. I think he is the dog. <laughs> oh, okay. I think he's the Dalmatian in this movie. which is, It's a Hulu animated movie. With three, I mean, those aren't cheap actors right there. Yeah. Unless they took a big pay cut. Yeah. Um, and no one's heard of it. So good for Kenneth. Yeah. I mean, good for him for getting out there, being Sean Nolan. <laughs> I don't think he's the dog unless the dog's name is Sean Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope the dog's name is Sean Nolan. That would be so wild. Oh, please. Oh, please. That's <laughs> like, I mean, that's like Life of Pi. The tiger's name is R- Richard Parker. Richard. <laughs> now Sean Nolan, the Dalmatian. Sean Nolan. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think last year at the end of the award, uh, when I, I did the acceptance for this last year, mm-hmm. and I told everyone to go watch Death on the Nile because it what? wasn't nominated yeah. last year. And now um, it's here. And everyone saw it and said, no, thanks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Boris Johnson, those are some big shoes to fill. Those are some big shoes to fill. Uh, I must admit, haven't seen this one, but I can imagine he just, yeah. he kills it. Everyone probably is like, oh, I thought Boris Johnson was playing himself. Yeah. He was that fucking good. That's, you know, that's what he was doing instead of handling COVID in London. Yeah. In the UK. He, he was being in this movie. He was being in this movie about how he did a bad job. <laughs> handling COVID. <laughs> yeah. In the UK. Uh, yeah. Death on, Death on the Nile I saw, and it's not good. Um, so sorry, Kenneth. You, yeah. you failed us. You failed the world. You directed it and you acted in it, mm-hmm. and you did a bad job. Yeah. So you tried to ride that knives out wave, and you couldn't quite cut it poorly. Po- poorly. <laughs> we'll say Glass Onion no nominations. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. Kenneth, <laughs> Death on the Nile got two. He will be. He will be. He'll say scoreboard. Yeah. He'll be like, hey, hey, Ryan Johnson, scoreboard. Buddy. Scoreboard. 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 Uh-huh. Look at me. Look at all these nominees. Yeah. Nominations. I mean, honestly, it's got to be Fireheart, right? Yeah, Fireheart. Sean Nolan, the Dalmatian. The, the Dalmatian. And I don't fact check us on that. It, he was the Dalmatian. Don't Google it. We already know. We already know. Those are the only two characters I see on the poster, so he has to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Unless the dog is the mayor of New York, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could be both. He could be both. William Shatner, he has he has played animals before. He was in Over the Hedge mm-hmm. where he played an animal. I can't remember which one. Yeah. William Shatner also put out an album. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's why don't I, we nominate that? I've only listened to one 
song on that album. It's called Common People. Uh-huh. And he basically, he like talks through the whole song. And then there's like another guy singing. Okay. That song kind of fucking rules. Really? <laughs> you should, li- if you haven't heard Common People, it's a cover. But okay. Common People by William Shatner. I believe the album is called William Shatner. Okay. Uh, self-titled. Gotta go yeah. self-titled for your first album. Check, check that out. Because it's actually good. So that also is points to Fireheart. Let's fucking go. All right, Fireheart wins. Congratulations, Kenneth. I know this is the one you thought would win uh, an award this year, and it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and next year, we have a lot to look forward to for Kenneth. Yeah, I He's believe. He's going to be an Oppenheimer. Oh, he is going to be an Oppenheimer. Thank yeah. God. We can keep the award going. He joined the Skarsgård. Oh, yeah. He's in, he's in up. Maybe we can. We no, can, we got to keep Kenneth in his own they're, award They're category. separate, for sure. Yeah. Um, you're accepting this one, correct? Yeah. Um, thank you uh, once again for, I mean, it's kind of every year I just sort of accept this award for Kenneth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just going to be consistent. It's not really exciting for Kenneth. He knows he's going to win an award. He knows mm-hmm. he's going to be nominated. It's not an exciting time for him, really. It's just like a thing that's going to happen. It's almost like a birthday party mm-hmm. or like, you know, going to see his kids on the weekends because he's divorced. <laughs> it's just something that happens and it's like on his schedule now and it's just not as exciting for him. So yeah. he kind of, you know, it's died down for him, but mm-hmm. he'll continue to let us uh, nominate him and accept the award, I guess. Yeah. So. He's kind of annoyed that he has to hang them all up too. Yeah, he. It's in a contract. As long as the award is here, he has to hang up the awards. Yeah, and it's like house. a little annoying. Yeah, it's a, a little annoying when he like has his kids over on the weekends. Yeah. They're like, they're, Dad, Dad, where's your Oscar? And he's like, I have four bees. <laughs> I'm nominated every year. Like, <laughs> yeah, they can't. They can't nominate anyone else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, congrats, uh, Fireheart. Best. I mean, his kids probably loved it. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Um, but it's that time of the night. We finally made it. Oh, yeah. The best series. Wait, of- should we call Charlie first before we get to the best series? Don't, uh, don't we usually do the the okay. Charlie Ward last? Maybe. I mean, we can call him in. It's just we'd have to hold the mic up to the computer. True. Um, all right. Let's do best series of moving images first. All right. And then I can tell Charlie we might call him soon. Yeah. Um, I'll read the nominees while you're doing that. The... Nominees for the best series of moving images is Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, Banshees of Inishirin, or Inishirin, Top Gun Maverick, first nomination of the night, Wow, Return to Soul, Decision to Leave, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Batman, After Sun, Avatar, The Shape of Water, <laughs> Not the way of water. <laughs> they snuck your. I most meant to do that. Fishman. Sure. Okay. Um, did you actually just forget? No, I, I put oh. the shape of water. Oh, okay. <laughs> Guillermo <laughs> wanted to get in here because we didn't nominate Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh, real quick. My Serena, my girlfriend, said that we should do a category for best Pinocchio. Oh, yeah. Very true. quick. I forgot about that. We have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. And then we have Disney's Disney Plus Pinocchio. And which there's one other one, which I can't remember. Oh, it's like the, some random. The Pauly Shore. My girlfriend did work. Serena worked on um, the Disney Plus Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wins. No, she doesn't. The Pauly Shore one wins. Yes, let's fucking yeah, go. I was like, rooting for it. I was rooting for she's it. She's going to agree with me, too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, sorry. Maybe next time. Yeah. Best Pinocchio is the Pauly Shore one. GG's. Congrats to Lionsgate on your biggest release in yeah, years. It was a great one. 
Okay, and the final nominee for Best Series of Moving Images, Avatar as Seen in Babylon. Yep, great film. Yeah. Great film. Uh, yeah, big list. We should talk about some of the people who just sort of showed up without any other nominations, Yeah, which happens a lot at the Oscars, so yeah. we can do it too. Top Gun Maverick, Charlie's Film of the Year. From last year. We've talked enough on this podcast about how we were fools, yeah. about how we doubted him. And we had to put, I had to put it somewhere. Yeah. It wasn't nominated for anything else. So I was like, all right, put it here. And I mean, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. It was the movie of the summer. It deserves a shout out. Um, it was, it was a great series of moving images and it, it deserves a shout out. Yeah. I mean, a re, uh, Tom Cruise always goes all out, but also now he did a movie with a good story. Yeah. Which doesn't happen very often anymore. No, it anymore. doesn't. It, it does not. And the first uh, Top Gun was not great. So. Yeah. Didn't expect this one to be good. And it was. It was yeah. good. Um, who else? else? I mean. Avatar's the, barely been on there. We got Jake Sully, but. Yeah, Jake Sully was in there. But, you know, Way of Water. Honestly, good movie. <laughs> yeah. I, it was good. You, <laughs> I you saw liked, it twice. Yeah. Technically three times, according to my AMC a-list oh, account. Nice. <laughs> um, support support big movies. Yeah, S- gotta support, support Jim. Jimmy Cams. Yeah, you know, give him the money. Um, what else? All these other ones have been mentioned pretty much. I mentioned Return to Soul for a second. Mm-hmm. I just had to put my favorite movie of the year on here. Yep. Even though BB has not seen it. That's true. And yeah, some good some good some good ones on here. Yeah, no, I mean Puss in Boots. We talked about on our episode. Really, just complete out of nowhere left yeah, field. Great one way better than it should have been yep definitely my favorite animated movie of the year yeah um definitely um but between i mean i think it should be obvious if you've been listening to this podcast it's between two movies for me oh yeah tar and everything ever all at once i mean it's the year of those two movies it's the same for me it's and not a, here's the thing i go out in public mm-hmm. i go out sometimes and i talk to people <laughs> and i i'm like oh you see tar that movie fucking rules, fucking rules. and they'll be like I thought it was good, and I kill those people. I would absolutely. So what, eventually, we will get to a world where everyone likes talk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> as long as if we cull enough of the population, yeah. who is like, yeah, Tar was all right. You're dead. Fuck yeah. you. We, you know, we as nasty boys yeah. stand Tar. We stand Tar. She's a nasty girl. Mm-hmm. Honorary nasty boy. She's an honorary <laughs> nasty boy for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but everything everywhere I mean this is just a movie that brings it brought everyone together I did not when this movie was coming out I was so excited for it I love Daniels I love their movies I did not expect it to be such a mainstream hit that yeah. ended up winning the Oscar and being the the favorite for the overwhelming favorite to win almost every Oscar mm-hmm. I did not expect that at all I remember after we watched it I was like god imagine if this could I'd be so happy if it got nominated for an Oscar yeah right and there it was winning everything yeah which is crazy uh, and it brought people together honestly a lot of people I, so many people love this fucking movie and I'm just happy when like the general public likes a movie that isn't a Marvel movie and it's just mm-hmm. fucking all in it's something great it is that unicorn movie where you like film people are going to go see it, but you're always like, Oh, general audience probably won't be into this. Cause it's just too wild. Yeah. It's got too much like high level stuff going on. Yeah. And then everyone sees it and they're like, yeah, this movie fucking rules. It rules. Um, 
that's sort of the magic of everything everywhere all at once. Whereas like, I feel like tar could come out whenever it wants. Yeah, true. And it will have its tar get audience. Yeah. Act. It'll just have <laughs> um, <love> <laughs> tar goes to target. Yeah. She, that's where she, <laughs> she goes to target. She gets a sponsorship deal. <laughs> target. <laughs> it's just target with the accent over the a. <laughs> I can't, I'm imagining that commercial when tar came out. They're just like target. <laughs> they just do a little partnership. Yeah. Um, yeah, God, it's so hard between these two for me, baby. I know. I, on my personal like list of ranking the movies, I put Tara ahead of everything everywhere. I I'm, put it two. I put everything everywhere at three. That's true. Yeah. I'm like, but it's so close. It's still so close. Between yeah. Those two. I'm, I'm thinking of the movies because the movies I rated five stars this year, there are multiple on here. Everything everywhere. Tar, Puss in Boots, Batman, um, but I think just in terms of, uh, this is like a brain and heart situation. My brain says everything everywhere all at once. Cause I'm like, that's a beast of a movie. Yeah. My heart says tar. Yeah. Cause I saw tar and I was like, I am a different person now. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. Tar has transcended my brain i feel like i have used tar in my daily life more than i have used everything yeah. everywhere all at once it has influenced some of my days yeah and some of my thoughts mm -hmm. more than everything everywhere it has just been and i don't know when i just think of like a best series of moving images movie tar feels like it fits it just fits on that list of previous winners so well to me yeah it just feels like it's it feels like it belongs there mm -hmm. i'm everything everywhere all at once though like it's got those big emotional hits. It's got the great fight scenes. Yeah. God. It's so hard. I know. It's once again, it's it's a bat it's the battle of it's one of it might be the tightest series of movie moving images so far. Yeah. I mean twenty nineteen was a banger year, but we both just knew we fucking love the lighthouse, yeah. you know? That's the other thing is like you play D and D, you can make a a tar character oh in D and D, which would be fucking hilarious. Should I, should I quickly we're about to play no. D and D and yeah. I'm making my character today and I already have an idea for it. It isn't tar. But you now should, I just should I just pivot to tar? <laughs> we already have a bard. So <sighs> fuck. I think you should unless you want to make your paladin like a tar type. <laughs> <laughs> make a tar Hey, Tar could do anything, right? That's true, yeah. She's got an egot. Yeah, she's got an egot. She could be a paladin. Yeah. Yeah. I do really like your original idea for your paladin. Yeah, no, I've got to be my paladin. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Here's my thing. I'm like... I'm like in bed with Tar right now. Yeah. I'm I'm on the fucking train to yeah. Tar Town. To Tar Town. And the only thing that's making me pump the brakes on this is I'm like, people will be mad. Yeah. Namely... My girlfriend, Serena. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want her to be mad. She, Serena, I love her. She's so amazing. She does this thing where she fully forms opinions on movies she hasn't seen. Of course. Um, so she hasn't seen Tar, obviously. She has not seen Tar. Of I course. told her the whole plot of Tar, and she's like, yeah, that's not a movie I'm interested in. Yeah. And she's like, oh, did a man write that movie? And I was like, well, yeah. Yeah, of um, course. But, Todd, Todd Field. <laughs> She does this with Marriage Story too. Oh, yeah? She is the only like frames of Marriage Story that she has seen is the 
five seconds where Adam Driver goes, every day I wake up and I wish you were dead. <laughs> Bang. Of course. The one that everyone has seen. <laughs> she has a full, like, strong opinion on the movie oh, marriage yeah. story. Yeah. It's entirely based on that. Of course, of course. <laughs> and every time we talk about it, I'm like, I don't think you can do that. You can't. Especially, I don't know, marriage story is not that one. <laughs> it's not that one moment, even though I, it's the one that everyone memed. <laughs> John, I tell her that every time. There's <laughs> a lot more. It's There's a, so much yeah. going on in that movie. There's a lot. I mean, yeah, I'm, as as a marriage story stan over here, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Listen, Noah Baumbach, he's coming in hot with Barbie. Oh, yeah. So, God, I'm so fucking She's going to have to say. Ha- she has to see the rest of his filmography. Yeah. She can't just go into Barbie. She's got to do Madagascar 3. She, she can't say she's a Noah Baumbach fan after yeah. Barbie yeah. without liking Marriage Story, without being there for his, his other ones. Anyway, I think I'm willing to do it. I think I'm willing to take the jump. We're, We're going to go Serena. against. We're sorry. My my personal hangups and also the hangups that the majority of the population has <laughs> that everyone on earth would say, obviously everything everywhere all at once no. wins. Disagree. Hard disagree over here. I just love tar. I just think down the line, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with this even more. Yeah. As I separate myself from this year more, I'm going to be like, yeah, tar. I just, there's, there was something so special about going into tar and the movie starts with credits, like the full credits. Yeah. And it, the credits are in reverse too, right? Mm-hmm. They start with a special thanks. Yeah, and yeah. right at the bottom of the screen is a little text that says, thanks to Capcom, Monster Hunter <laughs> yeah. World. And you're like, what? And I'm like, oh, that's like, I spend the whole fucking movie like they, looking they in they the background. What are they doing? Like, oh, like, they're gonna, someone in the background is going to play it, yeah. you know, something, whatever. And then the end of the movie <laughs> ends. <laughs> and my whole brain is shattered to pieces. It's so good. It's such a good ending. Um, it's got to be the best, you know, got to be the best ending. That that is something more to me than just going into everything everywhere all at once and being like, I think this movie's going to be pretty good. And it ends up being amazing. Yeah. Um, Tar just grabs you by the balls. Yeah. Because you, de- I don't know. You go into Tar, you're like, what the fuck is this movie even going to yeah. be? Like, what could this be about mm-hmm. at all? You don't know. And I also hadn't seen any Todd Field movies, so I didn't know oh, what it was going to be like at all. Yeah. Uh, all I heard was he, as, as he's fucking... He makes banger after banger, so I got to go back and watch his other two or three movies. Yeah, but apparently he's he's a good, he's a good director. Yeah, I mean, it's I we congratulations, I guess Todd Fields, Tar, you joined the ranks. You're uncanceled. Yeah, um, you joined the ranks, baby. Oh, we usually recap the winners. Yeah, we should go through and talk. Last year, Bo Burnham was the winner with yep. Inside. Big win for Inside. The year before. All right, this is going to be the hardest part is remembering. Yeah, the year before. Things cause... that happened during COVID. Um, <laughs> so wait, this is 2022, 2021. So we only have one more. 2020. Who the fuck well, won? Well, no, we, we've done four biggies. Yeah, is this the fourth or the... Th- or is this the third? I think this is the fourth biggies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. So we have... So inside Lighthouse and then what the fuck is the other one? That's what I'm saying. Unless this is the third biggies... I don't know. Let me see. Okay. No, I think this is the fourth. Yeah, because third Animal Biggies was the last one. What movies came out in 20 fucking 20, baby? Like, this, no movies. This is that the was the problem. <laughs> this is the hardest shit ever. I know. Um, so, Inside won last year. The mm-hmm. Lighthouse won our first Annual Biggies. Yeah, our first ever Biggies. <sighs> what movie did we both fucking like in 2020, baby? This is. This, this is fucking hard. Let me, let another me, round? Was it another it round? It was another round. Okay, another round. 
one in 2020. Yeah. Which is, it's a good movie. Yeah, I stand by it. Yeah, I do too. Um, sorry to another round. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry we forgot. I mean, that, that it was 2020. Yeah. We were all in a, in a different place. Yeah, so cool. But yeah, Lighthouse, another round inside and now joining uh, the big four yeah. is Tar. Um, congratulations. Yeah. Lydia, Todd. Linda, Linda, whatever. Linda Carr. Yeah, whatever her actual last name was. Yeah. All right, but let's get to the real important um, award. The Charlie Award. He predicted that fucking Top Gun Maverick. How is he going to top this? So we have to clarify that the Charlie Award doesn't have to be a movie. It can be anything. It literally can be anything. But Charlie was a, a clairvoyant, a soothsayer last year, and he said... Uh, he said that Top Gun Maverick was going to be the movie of the decade, and he was right. So let's get him in here. This year's movie prediction. Charlie, let's go. All right, give us your. This is we were just saying it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. You predicted Top Gun Maverick last year, and now I mean you got to top that, right? What are you going to say? So there are a few movies that I would like to highlight going into this year. Oh, there are honorable mentions now? Oh, wow. Yes, there are now honorable mentions. We have expanded this category because it's <laughs> oh, wow. so popular. <laughs> right. Of course, we, we can't we can't skip over the Barbie movie. Okay. That's going to be an important movie of this year. Um, Haunted Mansion, also another... <laughs> Huge movie for this year. That's happening. I didn't even know. Uh, that yeah, happening. they're making a new haunted mansion. Who's in it? I genuinely have no idea. Okay. Rosario Dawson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Ooh. Jared Leto, Oscar oh, winner. Oscar Biggie winner. winner, Wilson, Danny DeVito. Oh, okay. I think you're on to something. Yeah, here, Charlie. I think you're on to something. Okay, but there are two movies that have stood out. The, the official honorable mention is Meg 2, The Trench. They're making a second Meg? <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. And this year's Charlie Award for best movie of the year that hasn't come out yet <laughs> is going to be Gran Turismo. Oh, okay. Neil Blomkamp. Okay. I like this. This could be a good one. (laughs) I I like it. You know, everyone's paying attention to Fast X, but there's another, there's another kid on the block. Yeah. Now, this movie has Orlando Bloom. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This movie that has Orlando Bloom. I mean, he's, he, Orlando Bloom was in the most Oscar winningest movie of all time. Wow. So what movie is that? Return of the King. Wow, King, Orlando Bloom, he's bad in a thousand, I feel like. Charlie's yeah. on to something. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Pirates Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. You, you... Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Yes. Charlie, are you a big fan of Neil Blomkamp, like District 9 and Elysium, or? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Really but you think like this is... Cars. Yeah. That's right. Charlie really got into Formula One in the last few years. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, that's interesting that he decided to do a... Gran Turismo is also a video game movie. For yep. most, most people do yeah. not know that. And those it are hot. a video game movie. And we are in the golden age of video game media. Yeah, exactly. Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah. Um, Last of the Us. Last of Us. Yep. And yeah, they're probably just going to continue the streak with this one. I think it's obvious. They're making a God yes. of War TV show. So. Okay, God of War TV yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Cool. The movie, the, the the movie that I think will do the worst this year, though, will be The Flash. Ooh. Oh, okay. But what if he enters the Speed Force? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, have you forgotten when Flash enters the Speed Force, he wins an Oscar? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. The, the the fan choice Oscar, obviously. Yeah, yeah. and they got to bring it back because there's a Flash movie this year, so they have to bring it back. See if yes. it so see if it wins back to back. Yes. All right. Well, um, thanks, Charlie. Yeah. We appreciate the, the it. Charlie Award is a, a one that's out there, but I think we'll really bring I, it yeah. out. I think Tom Cruise is honored to be alongside Gran Turismo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Also. I'm I'm very excited for this year's uh, honorable mention, the Meg Two. Yeah, that's I didn't even know that was happening. Yep. Yeah, Charlie, you bring all the movies I didn't know was happening. <laughs> yeah. Movie, besides Barbie, he does the research. He does do the research of what shitty sequel or video game adaptation or something <laughs> is going to be out. It here. comes out August fourth. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. Well. Hope, yes. well I mean, you you heard it here first. This, this is the man who predicted Top Gun Maverick would be good. So he can't, he's a hundred percent correct so far. No one predicted that besides Charlie. Yep. So yes, except for Jared Jeffries. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's they're the same. Charlie and Jared work together. That's work true. Yeah, they have the same yes. movie taste. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Charlie. Our our Biggie Awards is like over two hours this year, so. Oh We're going to have yeah. to cut you off. The music is playing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, We'll come back next year to see who really took the Charlie Award. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, for sure. Thanks for thanks for calling in, Charlie. Yeah. All right. All right. That was Charlie. Huge um, swing for the Charlie Award this I, year. I mean, yeah. But he really, I mean, he could have gone safer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were him, I would have gone the safer route because there'd be a lot of pressure on me, but he mm-hmm. didn't. He went even further into a hole of risk <laughs> yeah and said gran turismo mm-hmm. neil blumkamp who has i mean arguably shit the bed yeah since district nine which was the only one people liked yep so yeah yeah so, he you know he i think he was working on a halo movie for a oh, long really? time oh that sounds Something. like it would fit better than gran turismo for yeah him. i think that movie I think it was Halo. It was either that or some other video game property. Okay. Or maybe it was... No, it was an Alien movie. Yeah. Either way, I mean, that he, was in yeah. development hell for years. Like Aliens in all those fucking movies, right? Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah. Well, actually, there was only Aliens in one of his movies. Yeah, I guess so. Elysium was just people, and Chappie was Chappie. Chappie's an alien in my mind. Oh, okay. Eyes. That's fair. Robot? Yeah, fucking right. That's basically, yeah, an alien. <laughs> he, he's made out of like 50 PS4s or whatever. Yeah, yeah, fucking Chappie. Um, what the hell is he doing? But yeah, another successful big... Honestly, I think this Biggie's is kind of an all-timer. I like this Biggie's a lot. We have a lot of bits. Mm-hmm. I mean, it went two hours, but I fucking love that shit. Yeah. It's because we just had so much to do. It felt, it, much like... Uh, Babylon felt like uh didn't yeah. feel like three hours to me. No, not at all. You can <laughs> you know, you get a lot of value out of all that time. Yeah. And now uh as we finish the biggies, we will play you out with a montage of all the greatest moments <laughs> in cinema. And I'm gonna sit here and shed a single tear as the music plays. Wow. Um so until next year, unfortunately you won't be able to watch this montage with me because it's an audio podcast. Um but until next year. Stay big, you beautiful people.